Last time on Idol on Pop. Uh, well, huh, that's weird. My notes say that nothing happened last time on Idol on Pop, that nothing's ever happened on Idol on Pop, but th- th- that's impossible. This is the 17th episode. That's right, baby, it's flashback time! So let me explain how this episode's gonna work real quick, because it's gonna be formatted a little differently. Um, I have, uh, assigned everybody characters from the flashback timeline, other than obviously Ty, he's still got Quentin. Um, I have given you all sort of just a short little paragraph blurb on who you are, I have given you your Eidolon, which you do not have at the start of this, um, and I've also given you a, uh, your first, like, your level one advanced move. The way this is going to work is we're going to kind of jump around uh, through the past. Um, every time we sort of fast forward in time, I'm going to auto-level everybody up and assign all of you a new uh, move. Um, Ty, you, you know, we talked, you picked out your move since you're playing your own character. Um, but, uh, okay. I've got a tarot question here for one of you. Ursula. Yes. When did things go wrong? There's a lot of things I could tell you. I could tell you it was when we got caught. I could tell you it was when when we accepted the job, when we decided to do this. But the actual answer is when we all trusted Henry, when we thought Henry was a friend. That's when things went wrong. So, Fabi, you are playing Ursula Bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Fine. What's wrong? <laughs> Hi, everyone. Strong name. Strong name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's spelled uh, Ursula, and then Bear is spelled B-E-X-A-R, but pronounced Bear. And, uh, yeah, we've already established uh, Ty is playing Quentin Brooks. It's just Ty. Hi, I'm Quentin. Uh, Zoe, you are playing, uh, Carolyn Rose. I am. Uh, who we know from the future. <laughs> uh, Mike, you are playing, uh, Quentin's friend, Ron Moreau. Hi there, how's it going, folks? Oh, boy. Ready and raring to go. I can see oh where God. that one's going. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't think you can draw any conclusions from these names. Uh, Crystal, you are playing Cactus Jack. Howdy, partner. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Yes! (laughs) Cactus, you're going to be introduced a little later on tonight, but uh, I'm looking very forward to getting to you. (laughs) So while I don't want to rush, I I hope we can move quickly to get to you. Um, The other thing that is going to be a factor in each of these scenes is that, you know... This show has a penchant for maybe going in unexpected directions sometimes. Once or twice. Well, fair, fair, fair criticism. I, I don't even think it's a criticism. It's just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and, and I certainly don't want to squash, you know, any creativity or fun improvisational moments that might pop up in this episode. 
And I do encourage you to, you know, do what feels right. But certain things have to happen for continuity to be maintained and for this to make sense as a flashback of what's already happened. We have to pay off the things that I've been foreshadowing for, you know, eight months or whatever. (laughs) That doesn't sound right. Uh, So, in each scene, um, some of you might get um, secret directions from me on things you will have to do at some point. Sounds good. Sounds fun. The game within the game. And I, I'm, I'm keeping those secret from the other players here just to, you know, so it's more fun that way. Yeah. Yeah. So let me find my notes for scene one here so we can get started. I think there's some. Yeah. Let me send these to the person who has some secret instructions for this scene. And Michael, I'll just give you a second to read these over. Let me know when you're good. Okay. I didn't mean to say who it was. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it could I be any Michael a, here. I want to play any. a secret information game with you, Luke. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's just you know, I'm trying to pre- yeah. trying to preserve the fun of surprise for all of y'all. I mean, considering who my character is, I feel like I'm going to have a hidden agenda the most. What? <laughs> I don't know why. Just because your name is Ron, you think there's something special about your character. <laughs> anyway, uh, you good? I'm good. All right. It is currently April of 2004, about halfway into the spring semester at the Joseph University of North Gibsonburg. Uh, Ron, Caroline, Ursa, and Quentin, you're all in the same college algebra lecture this semester and have been assigned to be a part of the same study group. You're all humanities kids, so math isn't really a strong suit for most of you. You might have mixed feelings about having to spend time out of class with each other, but you can't deny that it's been helping your math grade. Uh, The fifth member of your study group, Henry, has been acting kind of weird for the past two weeks or so. Until then, he was super friendly and nice. He's really likable and honestly did a lot of the work in breaking the ice for the study group. But last week, he suddenly became a lot more withdrawn. He's been skipping class a lot and blew off more than one study group meeting. He seems distracted or something. He just deflects when you ask him about it. It's weird. Uh, But then suddenly this morning, he sent all of you a text to come meet him outside his dorm. He said it was really important. Hmm. And I think you are all approaching him. It is, yeah, morning, uh, probably late morning, you know, 10, 11 o'clock, and he is hanging out at uh, a picnic table outside of his dorm building. Hey, Henry, Henry, what's wrong, man? What's wrong? Oh, hey, guys. Hey, I'm so glad you made it. How's it going? Hey, how you doing, Quentin? Hi, Henry. Yeah, hey, what's what's the deal? What was so urgent? Uh, Quentin, I think he does, like, a fist bump with you. Bumps it very proudly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hey. Well, you know, first of all, I just really wanted to apologize because I've been, I've had a lot on my plate and I feel like I've been maybe kind of weird, uh, kind of trying to juggle a lot of stuff and I don't know, just hope there's been nothing weird there. Yeah, it's a lot. I, school yeah. can be a lot. Like if you need like to maybe like take a break, like I'm sure we can handle the stuff, right gang? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am not volunteering for this, but... Okay. Caroline, why do you always have to be so difficult? I, okay, fine, 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 whatever, fine. Okay. Well, don't be mean to Caroline. Anyway, yeah, um, I think it's all straightened out now, and, um, 
I think things are going to be pretty good going forward. I actually, um, I kind of want to show you guys something. And it's going to kind of take the rest of your day. But I think you're going to like it. Okay. Okay. Fine. I was Caroline. I prom. I, I promise. I know. I know. But this is going to be cool. I have like two essays to write, but fine, whatever. I was just going right. to play drums in my room. Okay. You should probably do that in like a. Do they have a music room for that or something? That seems doesn't matter. Anyway, yeah, I they're electric drum. I wear heads anyway. Okay. Uh, he leans down and reaches into a bag he's got and pulls out what looks like an old fashioned like nineteenth century telephone. Huh. And he sets it on the uh, table and just uh, picks up the receiver and says, Yeah, hello, we're going to need a limo for five. Limo? Uh, Caroline looks like tries to catch anyone's eyes and is like trying to shoot a like, Oh no, this he's lost it. He's he's gone. Yeah, this phone is clearly not connected to anything. Uh, uh, he hangs it up and waggles his eyebrows at all of you. Ursula looks at Caroline, and I think, I think Ca- Caroline knows that Ursula maybe thinks Henry is cute, but also this is weird, so her eyes keep going between Caroline and Henry. Um, and also, Ursula is trans, and is not. It's 2004. She's not super comfortable about getting close to people right now, so she's just like looking. Caroline is trying to like as lightly like shake her head side like no 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 yeah I I didn't mention it but uh, Caroline you are a musicology major and Ursula is studying music production so mm-hmm. you two probably have more than just this class together yeah I I think uh, Ron like looks at uh, at Quentin and like I like like I get kind of like shrugs his arms is like do you know what's going on here do you. Cause I don't. Yeah, no, I don't know either. Quentin like goes up and like puts his arm hand on like Henry's shoulder. Like, you okay, man? Like, you can. You okay? Yeah, yeah. Listen, I don't. Just give it a second, okay? How long has the phone been talking to you? No, it's not. Listen, just just wait for it. Uh, almost on cue, the sky starts to darken, and the dorm building next to you starts to almost turn into, like, jello, and then from jello into, like, water, and just splash down and splash all of you. Ron is screaming. Oh, what? He's just screaming. What the fuck? Um, What? What? As the the water kind of recedes, there is just a limo standing where the uh, building was, and a dapper, pale man steps out of the driver's seat and uh, runs over to uh, open up the back door. Limo for five as ordered. Who the fuck is this? Do I do shrooms? I can. Guys, listen. I told you it'd be a little weird. Just trust me on this. This is awesome. This is Come not on. a little weird. Caroline, I'm begging you. Just trust me on this. This is a lot weird. <sighs> Fine. Caroline, how many papers did you say you had to write? I have like five I have to do. I will write two of them for you if you just come in the limo with me. I've seen your grades. That's not as much of an incentive as you think it is. I'll write fine three. I don't... Okay, fine. Okay, whatever. I get in the limo. I follow Caroline. Uh, Ron just looks at Quentin again like, do do we... Are we gonna... We have to support him. I don't know what this is, but like, come on. Support him, but... Ah, fine. Wow, this is crazy, Henry. 
Ron gets in the limo. Yeah, okay. I don't know what... <laughs> Alright. <laughs> it almost sounds like you're saying that as if you're indulging something I'm making up, but you're seeing... You see the limo, right, Quentin? Yeah, yeah, no, it's cr- it's crazy. Like, how do you... We'll, we'll talk about it wherever we're going. Quentin excitedly gets in the limo. What What is this, Henry? I think as everybody gets in and is asking him questions, uh, Henry does a complicated, uh, like, handshake with the driver that he seems to know way more than the driver does, but the driver's indulging him. And uh, he gets in and uh, just says, Listen, I've, um... I kind of had a job interview last week, and it went really well. And, uh... There's kind of a uh, a big, I guess, company party. And uh, I was allowed to invite some guests. You're going to like this, I promise. I can't say that much in advance, but I I wouldn't have asked you here if I didn't think you would enjoy what's about to happen. And hey, look, free alcohol. He gestures to the table full of bottles. Ooh, can we just, we can just take these? Uh, Ursula just grabs some and and starts downing some, probably like a bottle of tequila that she saw there. Or what she assumes to be tequila. Right. <laughs> uh, no, y'all, this this is some weird magic shit. Don't ever drink stuff from magic shit. <laughs> I, I am I not convinced we are not on something right now, so fuck it. That's um, all the more reason not to. I, I do want to say, I, it's not magic. Magic isn't real, so I don't know what this is, but no. It's and also, tequila. Don't, you want some? Do not... No, I really mm. don't drink the things from the tape. Why? We don't know who that guy is. We don't know what that guy is. Oh, that's just Stapleton. He's the limo driver. He's fine. Don't worry about it. Okay, that does nothing to help me. Uh, Henry just looks extraordinarily pleased with himself. He's, like, got his arms spread out over, like, the, you know, headrest of the seat. I think his arms kind of, like, it's not around you, Caroline, but it's, like, kind of draped behind you. <laughs> This guy is so... Henry's so cool. He, like, mm. he has all these connections I don't even know about. Just... I... I Car- Caroline, like, scoots over to the side slightly. Yeah. Just kind of getting away from him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. he doesn't, like... He, he doesn't really react to that. He's just... He looks like he's just drinking in this moment. He's having a blast. Oh, I can tell. Yeah. Uh, Caroline, I think... Ursula is next to you, and you see her. She's on the other side of you, and you see her, like, looking at the empty space you left. And, and like, moving forward a little bit, but then not, but moving forward a little bit. And then she looks at you and says, Carly, what do you think? I mean, honestly, I have no fucking idea. I know I don't like this. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm... Look, you just stick with me, okay? And stop drinking the tequila. I'll put the tequila away. That's fine. Thank you. That's just... I think Henry uh, grabs, like, a glass of, like, what looks like fancy scotch, and he takes a sip of it, and you can tell from the look on his face he is not enjoying it, but he is making himself drink it anyway. He's that kind of person, okay? Uh, yeah. Hank, buddy, you don't have to put on a show for us. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about! 
This is great. Oh, man. I'm having a great time. What are, what are you getting us into? <clears throat> you'll, you'll see. After some time, the limo comes to a stop, and you can see outside the windows, it is pulled up between on your left is a massive, like, brass fountain, uh, like, bigger than most buildings are in uh, Gibsonburg, and to your right is a gargantuan mansion that puts that fountain completely to shame. Where are we? And, uh, yeah, as the car stops, uh, Stapleton jumps out of the driver's seat and opens up the door. He's like, all right, guys, we're here. Uh, let's go. Where is here? This is the estate. Of whom? <laughs> uh, it, this is going to be so much quicker if you just come with me instead of making me explain it out here in the parking lot. There's good food inside. There's good drinks inside. And you're going to get all the answers you want. I promise. Maybe we should just go in, Carly. <sighs> Fine. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a fan of getting laughter instead of an answer to a question. Please don't make it a habit. Likewise. Since when are you all so against free food? Henry is hooking us up. Okay. Guys, have I ever steered you wrong on anything before? Patsy? <laughs> no, Henry's cool. Do we need to, like... Mm. Is this, like... Do we need to, like, have a fake identity or something? Or, like... Ooh, fake names? No, no, it's nothing like that. Just, I always just like, be yourself. It's fine. I always like the name Ursa. Okay, I mean, do you want us to start calling you Ursa for short? Mm, no, no. I mean, I picked Ursula for a reason. Uh, Ursula, Ursula. Mm. And then uh, Ron puts his arm around her. If you just drop one syllable and leave the rest of your name intact, it's not a very good disguise. I, I mean... You guys don't need disguises! Oh my god, you're making this too complicated, I swear. Oh, I'm sorry, are we getting hung up on the other dimensional, I'm assuming, I don't fucking know, mansion that you brought us to? I'm sorry. We did watch our college Yeah, you are, because what you're missing is that the other dimensional mansion is badass, and again, cannot overstate just how good the food is going to be, okay? Fine, We should go in. Yeah, let's all go into the cursed mansion. I'm sure it is. It's all right. Being a real killjoy, Carolyn. Uh, He heads up the steps, and uh, the doors seem at first to open on their own as he gets close, but... As you kind of, your eyes adjust to the slightly darker interior, you see that there are servants holding the doors open. There are just rows and rows of butlers and maids who all um, bow to you as you come in. And they kind of, with their bodies, form a hallway going straight back and to the left towards a huge banquet hall. Well, this is some weird white people shit. (laughs) Yeah. I can't. I can't tell if all the butlers in a row feels like a musical or a horror movie. Boat? If if people start singing, I'm leaving. I, I am like 99% sure there's no one's going to sing. I mean, I... Like, maybe someone's going to get some karaoke going or something. I don't know for sure, but, like, that's the only situation where that might happen. Okay, let's, let's get to the food. Let's get to the food. Uh, yeah, this room is uh, kind of dominated by one huge table, just full of different dishes. Um, all of the seats are occupied by older, look like middle-aged and up men and women in like fancy business attire. Uh, other than one chair near the door, and uh, Henry says, "Okay, all right, that's my seat over there. Um, 
you guys for now there's some chairs right by the door there if you just take a seat there um i think they're gonna give some speeches or something and uh you know then i think it's gonna be a little less formal we can get you guys some food all right okay sweet man sweet have fun she gives him like a little thumbs up yeah he gives you two thumbs up back and a big smile ursula blushes a little bit and uh yeah he turns your back to you and sits down at the table and starts uh like chattering towards the person who was seated next to him who looks like they are politely enduring him at best uh and yeah you have four kind of leather fancy uh like dining room chairs up against the wall behind Henry and there are, are there, there's like a maid just standing silently next to them with like a platter tucked under her arms Gwen leans over to Caroline have you ever been in a place like this fancy before yeah, it's not fun. I don't, like, he's talking like it's a party. This is, no, this isn't fun. I don't know, it seems just so big. Yeah, I never, other than college, never really seen places this big. Yeah, I don't think buildings should physically be able to be this big. Is it like a, a effect of the light? Quinn leads over to the, the waitress and like... So, 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 like, what's it like working here? She, she turns to you, and Quentin, you, th- you notice that there is, like, no light in her eyes. And she just says, um, it is profoundly fulfilling. Okay, this is some cold shit. Um, I'm just gonna yeah. sit down, and if they offer you pasta, say no to pasta. Uh, Caroline reaches into her purse and, like, has a hold on, like, her mace that she keeps in there. Yeah, I think, uh, you do that, and Ursa grabs her, her backpack slash purse, which is a teddy bear, uh, and she, like, puts her hand in it, and it's, like, holding on to some brass knucks. Brass knuckles? (laughs) (laughs) Those are illegal! No one needs to know. Don't snitch. <laughs> it's a little hard for your all of you to see because it's all the way on the opposite side of this long room, but um, a large kind of portly man with a very bushy mustache and a fancy double-breasted suit walks out uh, towards the head of the table, followed by a uh, petite um, younger woman. And he uh, kind of shouts out loud enough to kind of echo in the hallway, and all of the like chatter and the clatter of uh, silverware comes to a stop as he says, uh, I haven't practiced this voice this much, so let's see how good I can do. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you may indulge me one final time, I would be most deeply honored. This is quite a special occasion indeed. Young master... He says, uh, gesturing to Henry. I promise I will not suck up too much of the oxygen here on this, your inauguration day. But there are other affairs which must be addressed first. I, Barakiel Zeta, have worked as this estate's head butler since the dawn of man. I have seen thousands upon thousands of masters come and go. And these grounds have grown strong like an oak tree under my supervision. You should have seen what this place looked like 40,000 years ago. <laughs> Wasn't much more than a couple of stone slabs leaned against each other with some incense. Did you say 40,000? <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> Masters of the estate, when I consider my millennia of service, 
I can do naught but swell with pride. I have been so happy to watch as you and your forebears have grown into upright and august delegates of humanity, proprietors of reality. However, all things must, in due time, come to their proper conclusion. I've grown weary in my years, my masters. The time has come for me to move on from this mode of being, to sublimate myself back into the psychic rivers of the undertow. This news, of course, does not come as a surprise to most of you, as I've made my intentions clear for some time now. Now, young Henry, I can see that you are perhaps confused in this moment, but do not worry one hair on your head. My daughter Joanna is stepping up to take my place as head butler of the estate, effective immediately. And uh, everyone else in the room uh, politely applauds for a moment. Your inauguration will be her first act in her new role. Daughter, I, <laughs> I do believe I have blathered on long enough now. This is a day to celebrate the young and the new, not to, to venerate the old and the, the stuffy. And uh, he kind of puts his hand to his face and gives like a mock whisper, whisper towards uh, the table. And goes, don't worry, folks, we get all the other days. And uh, his dumb little joke gets a polite laugh. And uh, everyone applauds as he kind of steps aside. And Joanna, the woman next to him, uh, steps into the middle of the room and says, um, Thank you so much, Father. You've been such a wonderful caretaker, both of this mansion and of me personally. You will always be remembered for all the work you've done on behalf of the human race. Now, folks, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I do want to assure you that you remain, as ever, in good hands. Servants, I've been working right alongside you for the entirety of your tenure here, and just because I'm your boss now don't mean we can't still be friends. We all have a common purpose. We all want to make the world a better place, right? And speaking of which... We have here an esteemed guest who has been selected to help us in that eternal mission. Henry Vladimir Dracula. Please stand and raise your right hand. And uh, Henry does just that. Do you accept membership into the board of masters of the estate, where you will decide the shape of reality as you know it? Do you accept the responsibility of using your hand-chosen skills and strengths to create a better world? Yeah, yeah, I do. Fantastic. Welcome to the estate, Master Dracula. And uh, the entire table bursts into applause. And uh, Joanna has to kind of hold up a hand to get everything to die down. Woo, yeah, woo. <laughs> You're killing it. Gwen, what the fuck are you doing? Master Dracula. As a master of the estate, you are entitled to a personal entourage of servants, hand-selected by you. And I understand you've brought your chosen servants here with you today? Oh, no. Oh, servants? I have, Joanna. You think it's us? They're right here. And, uh, yeah, he gestures a hand back towards all of you. Uh, now hold uh, up. I, my, my head is in my hands. I'm just, oh, This no. is some cold God. shit. We did not hear word one about servitude? He kind of looks back at you and he's just kind of like, just, mm, listen, just go with it. He's kind of like making a hand gesture. I mean, it's servitude, but like, he's our boss? It's like Henry's our boss, you know? Like, your friend's your boss. That's fun, right? Henry, you, like, we don't know what's going on here. You didn't tell us anything. You just told us to get into a limo and then the world melted. 
I think everyone's kind of starting to turn and stare at you, and he kind of turns back. Um, you know, everyone, could I have um, a moment alone with uh, with with my friends here? Is, is there a, a maybe a drawing room we could uh, take for just a moment? And Joanna says, "Oh yes, of course. You can just head right through this door here." I say, "Okay, guys, here, come on, come on." And he starts heading towards the door she pointed to. Come on, listen. Just okay, fine. okay, let's go, right. let's go. All right. Most like a sound like it here. As soon as we are out of sight of like all the butlers and maids and stuff, like once the doors are closed, Ron immediately uh, grabs Henry by his shirt and hey. slams him against the wall. Hey, what the fuck is going on here? Hey, no, no, I, no, Ron. This is actually thank you. What? No, we okay. don't have to. Yeah. You know what? That it's a fair reaction. I get it, but just hear me out, okay? Now. I know you kind of caught the part at the end where they were talking about, you know, my my servants or whatever. Did you did you hear the rest of what they were talking about out there? Yeah, some fucking horseshit about this the butlers at the dawn of time or fucking whatever. This house is some weird like mirror of reality, and when you do shit over here, it changes the way the world is. Okay, and. All those people that were at the table, those are what they call masters of the estate. They're people that these these people pick to live here and to make decisions about what gets changed. And that's what you are now? They want me to be at the new master, yeah. And what would we do? I mean, you'd, you'd help me with this. With, with what? What would we do? Is it like an internship, or do we wait, get paid? Wait, wait, wait. I'm good with either, but... Do you mean... If what you're saying is true, do you mean we could change reality? We could change the world, yeah. ourselves, the people around us? That's exactly right. And, okay, listen. He kind of looks to you, Ron. It's like, I knew you'd be the hardest to convince here, Ron. But here's the thing. First of all, yeah, Ursula, we can change whatever we want. We can we can fix problems, okay? But more than that, look at all those shitty rich old people out there. They've got in charge of literally everything. I don't like that. I don't like that any more than I assume you don't like it, okay? But if we get in here, like I said, we can change the world. We can change this. We can g- Hank, you, you know me. You know, you know what I study. You know what I'm trying to be. I'm a history guy. I've I've done everything I can to understand everything the world has been. Yeah. If your pitch has changed the system from the inside, I'm not buying. I, the other option is we just get up and leave, and the 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 wheels just keep turning, man. Okay, those are the options we've got. I feel. Hold on. I feel like I'm losing my goddamn mind. You're talking about changing the world. You're talking about they control. Yeah. What are you talking about? We saw the weird shit with the limo. Fine. That was weird. I do not. They were just old rich people. I That guy said 40,000 years. I have. What the fuck is he talking? This is about? some magic cold He's, shit. Some HP. Magic is not real, shit. Ursula. Oh, my God. I, we did see the dorm melt. Yeah, this okay, seems pretty, yeah, this but seems pretty that, magic, Caroline. I'm sure there's an ex- explanation for it, okay? Henry, 
this. Well, you gonna do a fucking magic trick for us? N- no. Okay, yeah. All right, Carolyn. Um, what color are the doors in your dorm room? Blue. He uh pulls out his like flip phone, which is very fancy for two thousand four. Razor. You know what I mean? He pulls out like a, a BlackBerry. <laughs> oh shit, that's fancy. Yeah. Well, until uh last week. They were red. And he shows you a photo that looks like it's from your, uh, a hall of your dorm room, but all the doors are red. Uh. You've changed stuff already. That's a really strange choice. Wait, wait. I didn't want to make it a major thing to demonstrate this. I didn't want to fuck something up. I can change a color without it really affecting anything. Okay, fine. Are there rules? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, for, you have as a master, I've got to, like, submit all my ideas. They've got some kind of system to approve it. And for really big stuff, uh, all of the masters have to take a vote. Um, but I think that if we can get in here and if we work together, all five of us, maybe we can, you know, not follow those rules. I'm in. You clever dog. He goes to try and do the handshake that he saw him do with Stapleton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he's done it with you many times. So how do, how exactly specifically does this work, Hank? Uh, well, they I, I don't have a ton of like the intricate details yet, but it's basically there's just lots of rooms in this place and like each of the rooms represents like a moment in time and if you if you do something in there, they call it like cleaning a room. That's why the whole like Made butler thing, I guess. Um, it like rewrites that moment in time. Sure, why not? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, listen. I, if it, you're gonna see more and more proof that things are the way I'm saying they are, the longer you stay here. But you're also you, you're free to go if you want. Okay. No. I just this everything everything about this like first of all this doesn't seem true. Second of all, this seems completely bonkers. And third of all, even if it is accurate, it doesn't seem right. Which part of it doesn't seem right? Rewriting reality. That feels like it shouldn't be anyone's decision to make. Ron, are you telling me there's nothing in your life you wouldn't change? How how your family treats you, how your friends treat you, how the world treats you? There's no injustice you wouldn't fix. There's no... You would let things be as they are? I t- yeah, Ron. What if you only had one chance, one opportunity to change everything? To capture it. Quick question. Is 8 Mile ex- exist in 2004? I don't remember. Nope. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 2002. Yeah. Wait, it did? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I did that on purpose. So we just established that Quentin is like a big 8 Mile head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eminem was still yeah. big in 2004. Just let yeah, Ron, even if you think that, that, you know, it's... It's, you know, unethical to to mess with this place. That's kind of my point. They're they're just doing it. No one's going to stop them. We might be able to stop them. God damn it. Okay. All right. Uh I think next up we are all getting our idolons. This is going to be fun. Our what now? What? Who's what now? You'll see. It's going to be great. Okay. He uh Opens up the door you came in through and kind of steps aside. He says, "Hey, Joanna, we are all good. We're good to go. Um, is the the Eidolon ceremony next? Why, yes, it is. Uh, why don't you come with me? Uh, all your servants, uh, 
coming along. Yep, they're all good. Everything is good to go. Uh, come on, guys. And uh, he leads you towards uh, where Joanna is headed. So if I want to be really good at my job, like, is there, like, stuff I should know or, like, tips or, like, just I, I like to do good at whatever I do. I give 100%. I think they're going to have an orientation thing uh, after this. Okay. And that's probably going to be able to help you out with that way more than I can. Right. Got it. Yeah. Q, no, of course. Q, of course. Q. Chill. I'm chill. I'm totally chill. I'm totally chill. <laughs> uh, Joanna leads you all into an elevator with a bizarre number of buttons laid out in no sensible order all over the walls and ceiling. She hits one seemingly at random and takes you to a random hallway full of doors and uh, leads you all to a particular door and just says, uh, Henry Dracula, this is a room that represents a moment in your own life. You're going to need to head in there alone with nothing other than this. And she uh, pulls out a deck of tarot cards and hands them to him. And uh, when you come out, you're going to have your idol on. All right, great. Wish me luck, guys. And uh, he heads in. Good luck, Harry. My name's Joanna, by the way. What are are all your names? Ursula. Caroline. Ron. Ron. I'm uh, I'm Quentin. Nice to meet you. It is a pleasure to meet all of you. I'm looking forward to working with each and every one of you. And I to working with you. Quentin's going to try and dazzle Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go for it. We actually rolled dice. <laughs> well, that's eight plus one, so nine. Yeah, she she likes you. <laughs> Quentin like, rubs the back of his head like, hey. Is hold on. Well, uh, is young Quentin just an anime boy? <laughs> Maybe. In fairness, old Quentin is an anime boy. <laughs> He's an old anime boy. You know the work here can sometimes be hard, but I promise it is always rewarding. Uh, he's not going to be too long in there. We should prepare for his uh, arrival. She uh, snaps her fingers, and two servants appear seemingly out of nowhere with a small table. And they set up four wine glasses on it and then just kind of vanish back down the hall. Uh, what? Okay, then. After a few moments of awkward silence, the door opens and uh, Henry comes out. He seems winded. Uh, His hair is kind of tousled. He goes, (sighs) and then he holds up uh, the world tarot card. Ooh. Fantastic. Wonderful. Uh, well, if you are ready, if you have, uh, if you can feel your idol on in you, why don't you go ahead and share that with your servants here? Uh, and she gives him a small knife. Mm. He goes, okay. Okay, yeah. What's uh, the knife oof. for? He cuts his hand. Jesus! And, dr- uh, you immediately notice something is weird because his blood is not red, it is glowing orange. Oh. Huh. And he kind of squeezes his hand to make the wound, uh, like, you know, bleed and drip some uh, of his weird orange blood into each of the wine glasses. So they told you that this was how it was going to be and you agreed to it. And you just didn't I tell mean, us about this part. Okay, li- okay. Yeah, because I know that if I explain it in advance, you just say no. It, It's weird. I get that it's weird, guys. You were right. Yeah, but, okay. You got... A couple drops of my blood, and I get that's weird. I'm telling you, if you drink it, you're going to get superpowers, okay? 
Ursula slowly reaches forward to grab one of the glasses. Superpowers, huh? This is a little this is a little crazy, Henry. Like I get it. I get it, okay? But I I know I'm asking you to trust me a lot today, but it's gonna work out, I promise. Okay. And uh, Joanna is offering him a bandage to wrap his hand up. I don't know, man. There's magic shit going on, and you're telling us to drink your blood. I'm worried I'm about to become your fucking thrall or something. You're not going to become my thrall, all right? You're going to become my employee. You can quit at any time, right, Joanna? Absolutely. You're free to quit at any time. We can quit at any time, gang. Like, is this going to affect us being able to come to that conclusion in our own heads? Not at all. You can make the decision to leave at any moment. Fuck it. I'm tired of not making up my mind on things. Uh, she chugs the the glass. I think you feel uh, a weird surge of something going through you. Uh, Ursula, do you want to describe uh, your Eidolon pink bullets? Yeah. As it emerges? Uh, my Eidolon it looks kind of like me, but... Uh, She's a bear girl, um, and she has this, like, pink aura around her that is changing and moving around her and suddenly transforming into a knife and a sword and a gun and a shield. Uh, and it, it goes all around, all around her, and then... She gives a couple of steps forward and transforms into a teddy bear and then a couple more steps and goes back to being this regular-sized bear girl. Huh. Interesting. Uh, I told you. Henry. Oh, jeez. Quentin, like, is there any more left in the cup? Yeah, Henry grabs a glass off the table and hands it to you. That sure is something. To to work in for your best friend. Cheers. Cheers. He goes to he goes to toast everyone. Ursula toasts you with her empty glass. Ron just looks at Quentin and then at Carolyn and is just like, I don't fucking know what to do here. I I just shrug and like, I don't really think we have too many other options. So fuck it, and uh, uh. go. I grab my glass. Uh, fuck it, yeah. bottoms up. I, I cheers with Ron, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Caroline, uh, we've seen your Eidolon in the future. Uh, it is just sort of this feminine figure covered in roses that uh, kind of bursts out of you. And Quentin, we of course see uh, the Love Below speaker box is more like virile alter ego it's it's you know full on full of energy it's strong mm-hmm. it's great it's a big spider it's a big spider it's all w- wiggling and waggling it's like Ew, yeah. i don't want to hear it's wiggling <laughs> uh ron you um dropped your glass in surprise and look down and see that you uh instead of holding your glass are now holding a revolver huh huh you got a gun. Uh, and engraved along the barrel, it says, Feel Good Ink. Hell yeah. Wait, so my superpower is has a gun? <laughs> <laughs> I think the barrel, uh, the like cylinder opens up and you see that it's empty. And uh, you suddenly feel less uh, 
incredulous about everything and then see that there's one bullet in the chamber suddenly. And you intuitively understand that Feel Good Ink can turn emotions into bullets. Oh. Huh. Okay. That seems... Hmm. Hmm. That seems like it might be hard to uh, get more bullets in a pinch, but... Okay. You just have to feel more emotions. How hard can that be? Everyone's Eidolon is different, and they all take time to master, but they will be invaluable in the work you do for your master to change the world for the better. Now, there's going to be a lot of work for all of you to do to uh, get orientated tomorrow, but today is a day for celebrating. Why don't we head back on downstairs? There is plenty of food and plenty of fun to be had all day long. All right, let's go. Sure. Sweet. Are you going to party with us? I mean, not, not to say uh, if that's rude. I don't know if that my place. Sorry, sorry. I just got here. I, I'm not gonna go sit in the study and mope, if that's what you mean. <laughs> uh, I think things are gonna fast forward at this point, so I want to take a quick break. Crystal, I'm sorry that it's been like 50 minutes and you haven't gotten to do anything yet. We're about to get to you soon. It's okay. Uh, let's run through this real quick, though. Uh, everybody, let's update ties real fast. Uh, Quentin, give me, give me form two ties with two other players. Wow, Ron's being a real jerk right now. Ron's a real jerk. Ron's a real jerk. Plus one. All right, one more. And, man, Caroline, Caroline has a real back and forth with Henry. Uh, how about, uh, th- maybe there's something between Caroline and Henry? There must be, yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. Something between Caroline and Henry. Uh, plus one. All right. And, uh, Fabby. Uh, Caroline is, well, Carly is the closest thing I have to a friend. Is the closest thing I have to a friend. Plus one. Quentin is too eager. Quentin is too eager. Uh, I'm not going to level everyone up just yet because y'all just got your Eidolons. And also, I want to move things along to get Crystal involved. So, uh, let's skip ahead. So, some weeks later, you find yourselves following Dracula through a random hall of the estate. Uh, You've been working as his servants for a few weeks now. You actually haven't been back to school since the day you left, but you haven't needed to. Uh, It turns out every morning you can just find one of your own rooms and... Tweak it just a little so that your assignments just appear turned in back at school, and you get perfect marks on them. It's pretty easy. Uh, You have been posing as loyal servants, uh, and even occasionally you have to help out some of the other masters when they've asked you to. Just menial tasks. In addition to all the magical uh, stuff, sometimes they just fucking make you pick up a rag and dust around here. That sucks. Uh... You went through a whole orientation thing with Joanna where you watched an uh, like educational video with the architect from The Matrix? So that was weird. Uh, in your downtime, you've been doing recon with Dracula. Uh, you figured out the location of a crucial room to one of the other masters, and we find you now about to break into it in order to change the course of his life so that he never becomes a master in the first place. Uh, Dracula is kind of posed at the door, kind of looking back at all of you to see uh, if you're ready. Uh, Ron, like, cocks his gun. All right. <laughs> the uh, pink bullets cocks her gun behind Ursula. <laughs> Speaker box is hopping on his legs like shadow boxing. Yeah, I think it's like the middle of the night right now. 
Dracula just kind of like moves to open the door, but it seems like the knob is stuck and he just goes, shit, the, the door's locked. Uh, Fuck. I guess it makes sense to have some kind of security for masters. Uh, let me try. You want to give it a shot? Yeah, by all means. Yeah. Uh, he, he steps aside to let you try it. Uh, can I roll pick locks hack consoles? You sure can. Cool. I think it's a combination of her, like, messing around with it and also, like, uh, pink bullets making, like, tools. Uh, yeah, yeah, That yeah. is uh, six on the dice plus two, eight. Eight. All right. So uh, choose your stuff. Hmm. Your tinkering doesn't set off any alarms. I get to pick two or no? Yeah. And... Uh, you don't lose your tools. Let's break this lock order device. Yeah, I think you just kind of, uh, you feel something snap and the door just slides open. Uh, Cactus Jack, how you doing? You have made a little Tom and Jerry-esque apartment out of the the grandfather clock in here. Okay. <laughs> you have like a little mouse scale bed inside the clock. Yeah, I'm just snoring on my bed. And, they... and you're suddenly woken up <laughs> from your slumber by... What sounds like a, a, a door being broken. Well, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to kind of uh, crawl my way out of the grandfather clock and take a peek at some of the people in here. I know it's Ron's revolver, and I'm pretty interested in that. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see as five people come into this room, um, you also see, as always, there is a small child, maybe about four or five years old, just sort of sitting uh, with his legs splayed out, kind of looking up at this room. This is, like, a very ornate living room with lots of, like, ostentatious furniture everywhere. You know, kind of dominating it is this very ornate grandfather clock that you've made your made into your home, Jack. Um, but yeah, everybody, you sort of take in this scene. I don't know if, uh, if Jack has stuck his, like, neck out enough for you to notice him yet, but yeah, it's just very, like, what looks like a rich person's home with a child sitting in the middle of it. Excuse me. Um. Hello. Y- yes, up here. Hi. Oh. Is, this part, is this part of it, Henry? Are they supposed to be here? Uh, I, I don't know. I was kind of here for the kid. I don't know what the deal with the the mouse is. I. Uh, th- this is this is my home that you have uh, uh, intruded into. Uh, I, my my name's Cactus Jack. What is your name? Uh, hi, uh, I'm Ursula Bear. Well, it's nice to meet you, young lady. And how about the rest of you? Mouse. I'm I'm in shock. It's like an adorable little mouse. <laughs> I I have not been out back. I think they said something about they've got a zoo out there. Is it? Are, are you are you from the zoo, guy? Uh, yes, I suppose I'm what you might call an uh, ex-convict. I was imprisoned in the zoo until recently. Now I'm uh, what you might call an outlaw. They kept you prison, cowboy mouse. Yeah, the, the this house uh, tends to only like certain kinds of people, and those kinds of people aren't uh, little cowboy mice like me. Well, I'm <laughs> so sorry to have interrupted you, Cactus Jack. We need to do something in this room, so I don't know if you want to come go go back, and then we'll be done in a second. Or uh, if you would like to do something in this room, the place where I live, I would like to know what it is. And perhaps I offer my consent. I think the kid sitting on the floor has, like, a toy train that he's just... 
He seems oblivious to any of you as he just sort of rolls this toy train back and forth on the carpet. Uh, so, do you see this child here? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my roommate. Okay, yeah. Tends to, tends to keep themselves. As far as he, as we know, he is one of the people who run this whole place, and I assume who imprisoned you. Um, we're gonna make sure they don't do that. Like, they no longer run this place. Yeah, if, if we figure this out right, if one of us just kinda... I mean, it's 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 not a real kid, right? It's a it's a weird shadow thing. If we just get rid of it, then you're saying don't beat around the bush. You're wanting to kill the kid. You want to kill my roommate? Killing implies that he's alive. He's not really alive. Who are you to say that? I listen. This kid is a shadow of a man named Bratley Attenborough, who is a shitty old guy. He's been kind of rude to me personally, but more importantly. He's one of the masters around here, and if we just kill this weird memory of him playing with a train... Why is this the pivotal memory? I don't know. Not my problem. Apparently, based on the the documents we stole, if we kill him here, he never ends up becoming a master of the estate. Do you know what's going to happen to him other than that? I don't know. Based on this room, he's still super rich, and he'll probably be just fine. So you're saying this this young child playing with the train is responsible for my prior imprisonment? Yeah. Absolutely, Jack. Absolutely. He's like 150th responsible, yeah. We're trying to get rid of all the people who do this. Jack is gonna uh, jump on Bradley's head and start beating him with his little mouse fist like, you son of a bitch, <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> Go get him, Jack! Ow, ow, ow! Fuck him up! He suddenly gets, like, shaken out of his toy train reverie. He's like, stop it! That hurts! You were, you kept me in the zoo. What? You, uh, don't you remember? You imprisoned me. Aren't you a master here or something? I'm... I, I'm four! He will in the Check. future? It's complicated. Cactus Jack, it's, it's weird. It's weird time shit. Like... Okay, look, we're, we, we're on a tight schedule here, and Ron just pulls out his gun and shoots the kid in the head. <laughs> Fuck! Whoa! Holy shit. Ronald! I was gonna do that if you didn't, so good thing. <laughs> uh, no blood comes out. Instead, a weird uh, oily substance shoots out of his head wound, and he almost seems to deflate like a balloon from the bullet wound into a puddle of goo. And that's some fine shooting there, young man. We need to get out of here. Cactus Jack, do you want to come with? I have a feeling you don't want to be here when whoever comes looking for us gets here. Yeah, have y'all just been using just the the doors and staircases and such? Is there another way to get around? Oh, yeah. With the power of my Eidolon, Bittersweet Symphony, uh, you know, I can make (laughs) my own tunnels with my corrosive mold. Oh. That's disgusting. I'm no longer enraptured by you. (laughs) Uh, that's not well, fair. You mold know, is very useful. I can't change my mold. Yeah. Why is your name Cactus Jack if your thing is mold? Well, I'm from the great state of Arizona. The Cactus State. You're from Arizona? Well, yeah, a- Arizona in the undertow. Underzona. <laughs> well, that's a fun piece of canon. Look, we, we have so many questions, but we don't have anyway, time. Anyway, we have to go. We have to go. Yeah. Yeah, we, we should get the hell out of here uh, before someone comes by. Yeah, I'm going to start burning some uh, tunnel through the wall. Oh, that's... Oh. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, All right, yeah, that works, I guess. 
let's go. Hell yeah, we got like a rad mouse on our team. What if every one of these rooms gives us like a rad friend? Huh? With like a cool... So now let's kill the rest of the masters in here. Hell yeah. Oh, Hank, you hear that? He wants to kill all of the masters. Okay, so do we. What's your problem? Mmm, all of them. Yep, yep, yep. Every single one of them. Caroline. Yeah, I'm... We've, we've been over this so many times at this point. I only agreed to take this position so that I could get rid of the other ones. You still have the title, dude. Yeah, because that's the only way they're going to let me move around with impunity, okay? Cool, you explain. have fun explaining that one to the murder mouse. All right, let's go. Well, we... All right. <laughs> he follows you into the hole. And uh, that scene ends. Uh, Cactus Jack, uh, give me two ties. Uh, I would say... Ron is a real sharp shooter, and I want his gun by my side. (laughs) Ron is a real sharp shooter, and I want his gun by my side. Uh, Plus one, and one more. And uh, the girl, Ursula, really needs to be more confident. (laughs) Okay, Ursula. And I skipped, uh, for some reason, Caroline and Ron, so we need to come back to them. Be more confident. Plus one. Uh, yeah, Ron, give me two ties. I have absolutely had it with Hank's shit. Absolutely had it with Hank's shit. Plus one and another one. Uh, Carolyn is the person I trust most here. Carolyn is the person I trust most. Plus one. Uh, Carolyn. Okay, hold on. Can we clarify? Is it Carolyn or Caroline? We've been kind of going back and forth. The song is Caroline, okay. so that's probably what we sh- it should be. Okay. Um, uh, Caroline um, forms a tie with um, Hank, uh, which uh-huh. is Hank is making this up as he goes. It's up as he goes. Plus one. And um, going to form a tie with Quentin. Uh-huh. And it is... Quentin desperately wants to be liked. Be liked. <laughs> Plus one. All right, uh, we're moving ahead. There's going to be no specific uh, instructions for this scene. More weeks have gone by. Um, you have very gradually been picking off masters. It's slow work because you have to really thoroughly cover your tracks. Um If any of the remaining masters realized that their numbers were shrinking, you'd all be in deep shit, even Dracula, uh, even Hank. Uh, You have to alter reality so that none of the masters even remember that there used to be more of them around. And that's turning out to be really tricky and taking a lot of time because there's security measures in place to stop you from doing exactly this type of uh, subterfuge. So progress is slow, and after you've gotten a few... I guess the low-hanging fruit, uh, it's getting slower, uh, because the fewer people there are left, the more they, like, know each other, and the harder it is to erase them from each other's memories. Um, so, you're kind of starting to hit a bit of a roadblock in your whole plan here, and given your sort of frustration with it, I think that's putting some tension on the whole team. Um, one day... Dracula calls all of you up to his penthouse. It's a lot fancier than the servant barracks that you've been staying in. Hmm. There's a view of the ocean, which is weird, because when you walk outside, this mansion is not by an ocean. Huh. God. So you've just been chilling here the whole time? I mean, I've been 
sleeping here. Have you um been down to where we're staying? Uh, I not really. Why? Mm, no. There's like no walls, communal restrooms. It sucks, man. I want dicks like this. Okay. This is where you live, Henry. I mean, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Why? Why do you live here? Well, I'm. Yeah, yeah, Henry, why do you live here? Well, he's obviously got to keep up appearances. Thank you, Quentin. Yeah, they they asked me to be a master, Jack, and I decided to take that opportunity to double-cross them, and I'm killing off all the other masters. What? How long? And then once there's... What's that? How long have you been a master? It's been literally the whole time, dude. Have you even checked on the zoo? I... I mean, I've mostly been focused on erasing the other masters. I kind of figured every other problem will sort of solve itself if we... So you can be the only one, right? I mean, then I'll quit. Yeah. Jack, Jack, we we will get to the people in the zoo. I promise you. Yeah, how long is that going to be? Well, that's part of why I wanted all of you to come up here and talk, because I know everyone's been getting a little frustrated lately. Things have been... <sighs> You know, the first couple went pretty smooth, but it's been getting tougher. Um, so I've been trying to do some extra research to figure out if there's something we can do to to circumvent this stuff. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the master's libraries. They just got a lot of weird books in there. It's pretty great. Um, I, I think I'm technically a wizard now, but that's not the important part. What? The important part... The important part is... Uh, I found out that there's something the estate is afraid of, and I figured out how to summon her. Her? Yeah, apparently uh, she's like an old goddess or something like that, and they don't like her very much, and I think she might be able to help us out. Fuck it, in for a penny, in for a pound, summon a god. I'm so glad you said that because I already did. Uh, of luck, you join did. us. Fucking god, god damn, it. damn it! I can't believe I thought you were cute. Wait, um, I mean, I am cute. Hmm. That it was literally the least cute thing you could. Oh yeah. Summoning an elder god, I think that's cute. I mean, I well. Quentin, oh my god, dude, you don't. I think it's cool. I just think it's cool. Quentin, stop! Quentin. Stop sucking up to him. Quentin, for God's sake, at some point. Be willing to tell someone to fuck off. Uh, okay. No, you do, you're doing it again. You're just doing it with him now. I, I get it what you're saying, Caroline. I'll be better about that, yes. Ursula oh, rolls my. her eyes and goes, so, goddess? Uh, yeah, there's a uh, grand piano, you know, off to the side in the penthouse, and suddenly a woman with just beautiful blonde hair and, like, a sparkling red evening gown is laying on top of it oh. and just goes... Hey there, everybody. Hi. Cactus Jack takes off his hat and says, uh, hello there, madam. <laughs> uh, she just gives you a little, like, like, just wiggles her fingers to wave at you, you know? <laughs> You're the god of burlesque? I mean, don't be rude. Oh, I'm sorry. I am the goddess of fortune and luck, I'll have you know. Oh my god. And, uh, Henry has explained the situation to me, I think, pretty well, and... Gotta say, I am on board with any plan that involves demolishing this god-awful mansion, and killing the masters is definitely step one in that, so I am 
all the way down with everything going on here. So you will help us? Absolutely. This sounds like a hoot. Okay. This is good. Is it, though? It's very good. Because you know what the best part is about having Lady Luck on your side? We have luck on our side? Well, yeah, that's basically it. Point is, you don't... I mean, it sounds like you've been trying to do all these complicated plans and strategies. Be real careful. When you've got me around, you really don't need to be. Because you're lucky. Gosh, madam, I sure wish I could have known you during my saloon poker days. Wait, hold, what? The, <laughs> you, you did saloon poker? You know Where? I'm not gonna touch that one. How do you think I got into prison? <laughs> the, ma- the mouse has a point, Caroline. We're gonna come back to this. Everything anyone says in this godforsaken building raises more questions. <laughs> Especially you, Cactus Jack, you enigma you. Cactus Jack, you need to tell us about your life. <laughs> I'd have to answer any questions. No, you... No, I think it'll make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, why don't you have the Q&A session with uh, the cowboy here and give me a call when you're ready to get to work. Yeah, Mayor's own the pocket mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Lady like vanishes while you have your conversation <laughs> with Cactus Jack. Anyway, so... Oh, jeez, do you think we're too, like... Not paying attention to her. I hope she didn't think we're like rude. It's fine. She'll I, be I back. I think it's probably fine. Yeah, boy, it it sucks when people aren't paying attention to you, doesn't it, Quentin? I'm just gonna. I'm. Is this your bed? This is my bed now. Uh, Ursula <laughs> like plops in the bed. I'm just. Uh, what are we doing? What do you mean? What are we doing, Ursula? We're we're, we're no. uh, killing the masters. We're gonna free. I know. I know, but Elder Gods, uh, killing masters, like, three months ago, I was just worried I'd get a job one day. Yeah, but, uh, Ursa, okay, you've been here a while now, you've seen how it works. Yeah. Do you like this place? No. Me neither. That's why we're here. We, and we're gonna get rid of it, and Lady Luck says she's gonna help us, she... Honestly, it didn't really even take any convincing. She is super on board with this. That's what has me worried, frankly. Yeah. Listen, Ursa, the outlaw's life is not for everyone. If you want to drop out of this, I would completely understand. No. But you need to decide whether you're in or out all the I'm way in, right I'm now. I mean, can a girl express some doubt and concern? I'm in. We're going to do this. Okay. All right, well, uh, I have got another shadow child for us to kill tonight, if that sounds good to everybody. Why are they always children? I hate it. Would you rather we get them when they're adults and they have weird shadow powers ready to go? They're easier to get as kids. No, no, no. Let's go get the child. That does sound like playing it smart. (sighs) Hey, Quentin. Yeah. You've been been quiet. What's your read on the situation? (sighs) My, my, my read? Ugh, uh. Yeah, your, your read. Come on. Um, uh, well, I think it's really cool he summoned, you know, whatever that was. I mean, he could have told us before, you know, he could have, like, made us part of that decision. But, you know, when you're a leader, you gotta just do things. Yeah, there's a lot of things he could have told us before. When he became a wizard and didn't tell us, like, what? Like, you're okay with this? Quentin... You have been complaining about the shitty beds we are sleeping on down don't, there. Don't, don't bring that up here. Like, 
He he is literally he can mold reality. Apparently, he could have made us a room like this at any given moment, and he didn't. He didn't even think about it. He hasn't come down to see us. What, I, this bed's really nice, y'all. It's like sleeping on a cloud. What about Cactus Jack in the zoo? We're gonna get to the zoo eventually. Obviously, obviously, Every, we all love Cactus Jack. I mean, we do all love Cactus Jack. Whenever Cactus Jack isn't in the room, we always ask where Cactus Jack is. <laughs> yeah. I'm crawling up to uh, Ron's shoulder like, what are y'all whispering about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a knock on the door suddenly, and uh, Henry's just, oh, shit. Fuck. Someone hide Cactus Jack. I burrow under Ron's shirt. Uh, he opens the door, and uh, Joanna is there. Oh, Master Dracula, I'm here with your nightly ice cream sundae. Oh, I didn't realize you had your servants up here with you. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, we just, um, we just were having a, a staff meeting. Um, you can just put the, uh, the sundae on the, the table there. Um, ooh, is that, uh, is that vanilla bean? That looks great. Yeah, that, that's really good. All right, um. Nightly ice cream, Hank? Ron is going to shoot Quentin, like, just, he's going to shoot Quentin a look and just mouth, vanilla bean ice cream nightly. I love ice cream so much. <laughs> He'll listen. He'll share it eventually. It's got a peep in of appearance. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Joanna, did you uh, need anything else for me? Oh no, no. Just uh, making that delivery. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll see you later, Master. And she just kind of like looks around the room at all of you before heading out. Um, man, I was really hoping it would be strawberry tonight. I don't love vanilla. Anyone want this? I mean, if no one else wants oh. it, I would like a spoonful, maybe. Just eat it, Quentin. So let me let me get this straight. You've been getting f- ice cream sundaes brought to your room nightly. Do you know what we we eat down in our room? Uh, I mean, I assume. I guess I don't know. No, what, what, what? Sandwiches. It's always okay, but I mean, sandwich. I mean, that 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 covers. I mean. I'm probably like a fancy sandwich, though, right? No. They are like on fucking white bread. And they always have ranch. I said I don't like ranch on my sandwich, and they keep putting ranch on it. I hope you know you're not sleeping on your bed tonight. This is mine. I just... Look, I'm not crazy, right? Like... Hank, you're losing... Like, you you haven't... When's the last time you just come and hung out with us downstairs? When it wasn't related to this? Or any time when it isn't related to this? When was the last time? What am I... When am I ever going to be able to do that? If they... Listen, if you... I don't know if you've noticed, most of the masters have more of a creepier relationship with their servants. They treat them, you know, like servants. Mm-hmm. If I'm... If I'm too publicly buddy-buddy with you guys, they might think something's up. Why don't we just, uh, melt Joanna? I'm- I think she might be immortal. I don't think that's a good idea. Right. I need to keep targeting the kids. You think she's immortal? She's like an angel or something. There are angels? What? Yeah, hold on. Angels? Yeah, did you- I thought you guys got, like, the training manual. Have you not read it? Uh, yeah, don't you know whose house you're in? Even even old Cactus Jack knows that. Don't appreciate the condescension, Jack. <laughs> we don't know these things. Uh, someone has very pointedly not been telling us everything. 
Because he's busy, I guess, becoming a wizard and eating ice cream? All right, hold on just a second. First of all, I didn't even eat the ice cream today, okay? So there's that. Oh, good for you. Second of all, you guys have downtime. You could be looking stuff up about this. It's not secret. Where? There, no. Again, you got you got like a training manual. I know you did. I definitely did not. Okay, well then ask Joanna for one. That's the first time I've seen her in weeks. All right, listen, I I don't know. I am between pretending to be one of these assholes and then going out every night and helping all of you guys try to eliminate these assholes. I'm stretched a little thin, okay? I know that I've got the the nice bed. And, yeah, sure, the ice cream's nice. Do you want me to bring you the freaking ice cream every night? I don't care. That's not the point. I want to point... You're getting hung up on all these little details, and you're losing the big picture. I want to point out something you just did. You said you go out and help us eliminate the shadows. This is your plan. We are helping you. We're all helping each other. Mm. The, the, we, we all agreed this was a good thing to do. I'm just going to take a nap. I don't like this. I'm I'm going back to our room. Fuck this. Caroline. Caroline. Carly, bed's comfy. It's big. We can share. I'm not I'm not laying in the bed, Ursa. Don't you you don't worry about this. I got Caroline. He goes after her. Oh my god. Now you're lost. Uh I would love to just sit in this scene forever, mm-hmm. but we should probably move <laughs> yeah. along. Yeah. Uh but why don't we update some ties real fast? Uh Quentin, you want to update some ties from that? Uh ooh. I kinda wanted to go back off of what what happened here? Them just can we come back to me? Can we go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. Uh, uh, how about Ron? Uh, well, I've absolutely had it with Hank's shit. I I feel like I feel like I need a way to make that more severe, but I don't think there's yeah. a way I can phrase it more severely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do, what Hank is you... already in the process of betraying us. All right. Yeah. Okay, I got it now. Okay. Let me type this in. Hank is already in the process of betraying us. And, Mike, let's just do your second one, and then we'll come back to you, Ty. No, I, th- I think that's it. I, I don't think I can... Add- do I have to add a okay. second one? I don't think I got... No, you don't have to if yeah. you don't got anything. All right, uh, Ty, what about you? The fact Caroline is upset by this still worries me. Our Caroline has a good head on her shoulder. If she thinks something's up, maybe something is up. Yeah, okay. If Caroline thinks something is up, then maybe something is. Plus one. All right. Uh, any others? Ron's is... Uh, Ron, uh, something about him liking my insight or looking for my insight. Ron believes in me for some reason. Yeah, Ron respects my opinion. Yeah. Plus two. Okay. Uh, Fabby, how about you? Uh, I won one for Cactus Jack. Uh, okay. Cactus Jack has been through a lot. Has been through a lot. Uh, Plus one. And I want to update Carly's to... Uh-huh. I, Carly won't tolerate this place for much longer. Place much longer. Plus two. I have no idea if these ties are actually going to come up, but they're they're characterful, and that's what's yeah, important. Yeah, it's nice touchstones. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cactus Jack, how about you? Yeah. Uh, Henry doesn't care about shades. Henry doesn't care about shades. Okay. And uh, K- 
Caroline's the only one here with a straight head on her shoulders. Head on straight. Only one here with her head on straight. And that's it. All right. Uh, and Caroline, how about you? Um, Hank is going to go ahead and move on up to... Um, uh, Hank is being corrupted by power. Corrupted by power and ice cream. And ice cream, of course. It's implied. <laughs> um, and then... Um, yeah, I'm good. They're, they're just touchstones. Oh, actually, so, actually yeah. I do have one more. Quentin has no spine. Oh, sure. Correct. Quentin has no spine. <laughs> Plus one. All right. Yeah, it is very fun to think about these scenes in the context of, like, future Quentin. <laughs> very good. All right. So let me send everyone their secret goal for this. So things have actually, despite the growing tension between uh, Henry and the rest of you, things have been going more smoothly since Lady Luck got summoned. Um, she's actually pretty helpful um you're able to knock out like two masters a week now things are really speeding up which is starting to you know raise the concern about what are you gonna do when henry's the only master left but you know in the meantime these people do all suck and they do deserve what you're doing to them um the only thing is that joanna seems like she might start uh to be suspecting something uh, you have to report into her every morning and clock out with her every night, and you can't help but get the sense that she thinks something is up with all of you. But yeah, you are all, once again, as you often find yourselves at night these days, uh, sneaking through a random hall of the estate. Alright, who's the, who are we taking, like, who, who's the target, I guess, this time? Uh, this one is Alistair Alexi. Oh, this guy sucks. He's uh, he's like an oil CEO. You've said literally every single one of them suck. Have any of them not sucked? Yeah, I don't think I, he's been wrong. They've been kids, so I don't know. You've interacted with them. I, yeah. You're gonna tell me none of them were creeps to you? I mean, they were children. No, I mean no, the no, adult no. versions. I mean, we've been doing this for months now. Do you really still not get the connection between no, the, I, the, the shadow? I get it. The... I just don't like the fact that we're killing kids. Never have. We're not. Let's just get this over we, with. Not, Ursa just starts walking. We have not killed a single kid. Okay. Honest it does feel weird sometimes. Not not to diss. Not, I get it. We're doing important stuff. But. Yeah, no, I get it. Listen, I was a little. I'll admit, I was kind of jumpy about it uh, at the outset when we first did this you know i'm kind of glad ron took initiative on that because i didn't really know what i was going to do with the weird little shadow kid but i mean you see a couple of them turn to weird shadow goop you start to get the you start to get over it or at least i did i kind of thought you guys would have by this point hmm. yeah they do start turning into weird shadow goop after a while they're clearly not real people who cares they're just fond memories of old shitheads Let's just kill this next old baby shithead and get over it. Gross. All right, yeah. Uh, I think this is the door here. And uh, Same as always. Ursula, you want to yeah, you wanna get us in here? Yeah, I think at this point she's pretty used to, like, uh, like gets down on her knees. Uh, um, pink Bullet starts giving her uh, tools. Five, six, seven... Yeah. A ten. Uh, 
Tinkering doesn't set off alarms. We stay outside and uh, uh, you don't lose your tools. Uh, yeah. You pop the door and it opens up and there is a man you don't recognize with large angel wings and a cowboy hat standing on the other side of the door. Y'all, I cannot be here. I need to leave. Uh, <laughs> what, do you know this cowpoke? How you doing there, buddy? As you turn to leave, Jack, uh, suddenly a large, like, glass uh, gets slapped over top of you. Whoa, hey! Just like a, like, like a stained glass tumbler appears on top of you, pinning you in. I bang my little paws against the glass. Don't do that to Cactus Jack! He's got warrants! <laughs> <laughs> uh, this... Angel, like, lifts his arms up and just, like, strings of strained glass sprout throughout the air and wrap all of you up in glass. Ah! Uh, what what the fuck? Uh, a little teddy bear behind the angel shoots him with a sniper rifle, and I'm gonna use you already on my sights. If you reveal your master plan to declare that your idol has been hidden in the area all along, you can roll plus Ellie instead of genius. Okay, yeah, go for it. Cool. Uh, five, ten. Ten, all right. I think you shoot him and, like, the bullet blows through his wings. It doesn't seem like it hurts him that badly, but he kind of staggers and the glass starts to dissolve from around all of you, um, freeing you up to move. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? I want to try to, like, scurry under his legs and make corrosive uh-huh. mold in the ground so he, like, sinks in it. Okay, uh, give me that mold reality. Ha, mold reality. Hey, <laughs> Uh, 8 plus 2 is 10. 10. All right. Uh, yeah, I think the ground starts to uh, dissolve underneath of him, and he starts to sink through the floor. Uh, Caroline, what are you doing? I'm going to make it like a, like a dome shield of roses. Um, in one second. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mold reality. Okay, that is a 9 plus... Uh, I don't remember her stats. Um, so that's uh, 11. Uh, it's 11. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you make a dome of roses around all of you that uh, stops any of the incoming glass uh, that then uh, starts to, the roses, like, start to fall away after the uh, attack is blocked. And he seems trapped in the ground. He goes, uh, <laughs> wow, y'all are pretty good, huh? Found yourself a real crack team here, Dracula. Who the hell are you? Dracula, do you know this guy? No, I don't. He <laughs> sure seems to know you. Oh, come on. You know you know me, Drac. You remember me from last time. Last time? Last time. Folks, my name is Michael Valentine. I am the enforcer of the rules around here, and I gotta admit, you've done a pretty good job sneaking around under my nose until now. So last time, huh? What do you mean last time? Oh my gosh, you really haven't told them anything, have you? Huh. Evidently not. I the hell's he talking That's about, Henry? Nothing that matters. Okay, no, you I... don't get to decide that. What's up, Mike? Don't try anything funny. The teddy bear has you on her sights. No, Mike, tell us the what's up. What what's this last time? <laughs> He seriously never told you that he is uh, the reincarnation of a vampire? Are you fucking kidding me? Excuse me? Vampires are real? That's not... 
So vampires I'm did. Not... Now there's vampires. Yeah, there's vampires. It's I, does that really surprise you at this point? That doesn't. I'm not that person. I, that's that's not. Mm. I, I don't need this from you right now. I don't. I don't know you. Okay. Ah, come on. Look real close. I'm sure you remember. You got memories of me somewhere in there, don't you? Come on. Uh, Dracula just starts to get angry, and uh, he you see his Eidolon hot-blooded, which you have seen before. It's just sort of uh, a gangly, weird uh, robot thing appear outside of him as his palm lights up like burning red, and he rears back to punch this guy. Uh, but just before he can hit him, uh, Michael smirks, and the entire room, all of the air just fills with stained glass, and you are suspended in it. I have got to give it to all of y'all. This was, uh, more fun than I've got to have in a long time. Got to flex my investigation muscles. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, you're just not quite uh, ready for the big leagues here. You know what? No, we are ready for the big leagues. Fuck you. And he, like, looks at Ron. Quentin struggles to break out of the glass. Give me a beat the odds plus pow, Quentin. Seven. (laughs) (laughs) I think the glass cracks slightly and nothing else happens. If you want to get to Henry, you got to get, or Cactus Jack, you got to get through me first, buddy. Ron uh, had his gun drawn, and I think he's going to try and fire it to break as much of the glass as he can. Okay, yeah. Um, I think you pull the trigger, and it sends, like, cracked spider webbing through the glass, but nothing else happens. Uh, You try that a few times, but, yeah, it's just... You're just in, like, a solid cube of glass that's filling this whole room in a way that just doesn't make that workable. Um, and I think we're going to flash forward here. You are in Satan Genesius's courtroom, uh, seated at the defense table. Joanna is at the judge's stand, and uh, she looks down at all of you, and particularly at Dracula, and she says, Mr. Dracula, I am saddened and dismayed to see you standing here today. We gave you a second chance We offered you renewed trust, and you squandered it. My father, the great angel Barakiel Zeta, expelled you from the estate 200 years ago for precisely these sorts of crimes. You were never to set forth in this realm ever again. But when it came time to select a new master, we saw that you had died and been reborn as what I thought was a new man. My father didn't want to extend this invitation to you. He thought you were nothing more than the same wicked villain he'd expelled two centuries past. But I, Mr. Dracula, I fought for you. I convinced him that you deserved the opportunity. I argued that the sins of the fathers oughtn't weigh upon the son, and that we should apply that rule regardless of the circumstances of a man's birth. Most days, I still miss my father quite dearly. But today, Mr. Dracula, I am grateful that I am spared the shame of having to look him in the eye and tell him that I was wrong to trust you. Your inauguration was my first official act as butler of the estate, and you have done your damnedest to make it my first mistake as butler of the estate. 
An audit of the paperwork department has revealed that there were 70 masters here when you first joined our number, as opposed to the mere 20 that are here now. I am both enraged by this rampant abuse of your power, as well as deeply hurt by your betrayal of my trust. Do you have anything whatsoever to say for yourself before I pass my judgment? Dracula looks to the defense Satan next to him, and then at all of you, as he stands to his feet. (sighs) Madam Judge, all I can say is that I am truly sorry. And I I certainly understand why you are um, disinclined to believe anything I can say. But what I'm about to say right now is the truth. When I was chosen to become a master, I was asked to choose four servants – I immediately thought of my four closest friends, my fellow defendants. I would have trusted them with my life. I thought we all had the same vision for how to make the world a better place, and and that we could bring that vision into these esteemed halls and affect real deep change. And so, I have to say, the revelation of these crimes leaves me every bit as shocked and wounded as you are. I had no idea that they were committing these heinous actions behind my back. Motherfucker! Henry, what piece of shit? Dracula, you son of a bitch. You were never cute! You warned me uh, that, that, that I needed to rein in my servants and make sure they were remaining loyal and obedient, and... Hank, I am going to destroy you. Sadly, I showed you the arrogance of my youth by not listening. I didn't want to believe that they could betray me like this. I still don't want to believe it. And for that naivety, I am truly sorry. Chaos breaks out in the courtroom. The gallery filled with the remaining masters is in an uproar. Madam Judge, this is not the defense we discussed. Order! Order! (sighs) Madam Judge, please... If I may, I I have a witness to call that should be able to clear my name completely. Fine. Who are you calling? I would like to call the angel Gabriel Bede to the stand. There's more angry murmurs from the crowd as the doors to the courtroom swing open and Gabriel Bede floats in. You recognize this guy, Quentin. You've run into him a few times and all he ever tells you is that you're going to end the world in... ah, How long was it? 15 years or something, you just kind of ignored him. Should you have been ignoring him? The angel floats to the witness stand as Dracula approaches him, both Satans looking in panic at one another. Mr. Bede, I have only one question for you. Am I going to be declared innocent? Yes. Your servants will be found guilty, but you will be permitted to remain as a master of the estate. (laughs) Well... There you go, then. Not much point in keeping this up, huh? The prosecutor Satan slams his fist on the table. Now just hold on there a moment. I think we deserve the right to cross-examine. Yes, of course. Go ahead, Mr. Genesius. Mr. Bede, was Mr. Dracula involved in these plots to overthrow the masters of the estate? I cannot reveal that information. Why not? I cannot reveal that, either. 
Is the reason you can't answer my questions because Mr. Dracula was involved, and if you revealed that information, it would ruin your prediction that he'd be found innocent. I cannot answer that question. <sighs> I suppose we have no further questions, Madam Judge. Now just hold on a goddamn second! Uh, Michael yells out from the gallery, storming up to the guardrail that separates it from the rest of the courtroom. Joanna, I arrested this little ship myself. He was right there in Master Alexi's room with all the rest of them. No question about it. <laughs> Madam Judge, as you so wisely said before, I'm not Count Dracula. I'm my own man. You've seen for yourself. I don't have fangs. I don't burn up in the sunlight. But I was born out of his remains, and... While I don't remember much about my, my past life, I do remember parts. You mentioned that your father expelled the Count from the estate, but if I'm remembering this clearly, Mr. Valentine was there too. Uh, uh, he, he helped. I don't know why Mr. Valentine is doing this, lying to the court, but the only reason I can think of is he has something against me because of who I'm born from. What? I mean, Madam Judge, who, who are you going to believe? The the cop who was a vendetta against me? Or the omniscient angel who already told you that I was innocent? Uh, at that, Michael leaps over the gallery railing and moves to attack Dracula. Both Satans have to restrain him. Uh, the entire court is in a complete uproar. After things settle down, Joanna does ultimately rule Dracula's innocent, just like Gabriel Bede said she would. If it's because she was actually convinced by his case, or maybe because she was just trying to protect her own ego uh, and wanted him to be innocent because it reflected poorly on her if he was guilty, it's hard to say. Hello there, everybody. It's me, Luke. How is it going? God, this is a long episode. We would usually be done by this point, but I guess that's what happens when you try to cram an entire RPG campaign into a single session. Um, this wasn't a single session, by the way. We had to record this over, like, two weeks and, like, three sessions, I think? That sounds right. Um, so if you notice some inconsistencies in how people sound... Uh, that's why, especially me, because I caught the fucking coronavirus in between recording sessions, so if uh, some of my voices seem off sometimes, um, that's why. I think later on, maybe I don't uh, do Joanna's voice as good as I could, and maybe sometimes Michael and Joanna's accents run together. I'm doing my best. I got the Roni. You gotta cut me some slack. Anyway, I'm not here to complain about my problems. I'm here to tell you about our Patreon. You should go to patreon.com slash playtest and subscribe. Give us a little bit of money, support the show, and get some stuff in exchange. Uh, for just $1 a month, you get access to each and every episode of the show a full week in advance. So that's pretty cool. Uh, for $3 a month, uh, you get access to my GM notes for each session as the episodes go up. Uh, the notes for this one are like 11 pages long, so that's fun. Uh, usually they're um, between one and like maybe three pages long. This this session required a lot of planning on all of our parts. A lot of work went into it. 
I'm very proud of the results, but yeah. Uh, at $3, you also get a bonus monthly podcast from me and Molly, where we talk about the design of the game. Uh, so that's fun. Um, you also... Nope, that's all you get for $3. But for $5, you get access to every draft of Eidolon Become Your Best Self as we release them. Um, and usually usually those kind of go hand-in-hand hand with the design session episodes. Uh, you know, we make the changes in the design session, then a week later or so we put out a new draft of the game. I think I'm behind on the current one, though. Shoot, yeah, I need to take care of that. Again, I do have the coronavirus, so... Might be a little bit behind on some things. Uh, it's not fun having it, but it is fun being able to pull it out as an excuse for everything I fail to do. Uh, that $5 you also get shouted out on the podcast, uh, like so. I want to give a special thank you to NM, Abby Tandon, Scaly Haley, Bizarre Logo, Sonic Adventure 2 is the greatest game ever made, Tab of the Spokes, Pete Shaka, Destry Hawk, Dylan Baker... Leah, woman of 10,000 names, Drashura, Adam Levine, Tono, Floofy Butkins, Jeans, James Terenzia, Soda Juice, Kyle Wayne LaCroix, Smokey, Hannah, Queen Cat Attack, Dragon Girl Josie, Israel Johnson, Beardo, David, Jenny Size, Fire Princess Lily, Peridotted, Abilene, Witsu, Celeste Jennings, Johan159, Mark Myers, Sky, Eli Maroney, June B, Jacob Halfcock, Jeff Dorman, Dylan Lee, Evan, Chelsea Welch, Lucentia, Virgil Purcell, Liam Conlon, Rizzy, Lachlan Cleland, Ryan Ball, Ellen, Evie Helms, Stub5678, taking a brief break while the next page loads, Erica Maybe, Striven, Casey Cosmos, Lizzie Two Shoes, Jordan Sam, and the Z-Mage. Sorry if my <clears throat> read on this one is a little wetter than usual. Again, I do got that Roni. Um... So I'm not going to belabor that anymore. Uh, if you can't afford to subscribe, I completely understand, but we would really appreciate it if you spread the word about the show, told your friends about it, posted about it, uh, and gave us uh, ratings and reviews on uh, iTunes. That helps us out immensely. Uh, so, yeah, do those things, please. And uh, I'm going to go lie down. Bye. So, all of you have been sentenced to the dungeons of the same ones that uh, the future group got locked in. Your Eidolons don't work down here. Um, you are just sentenced to wait here while your paperwork gets processed and you get erased from existence. Um, Cactus Jack, you are small enough to fit through the bars of this dungeon, so they put you in a big, like, stockade so you can't fit through them. That's just cruel. Right, stockade the right word? Like, like stocks. Yeah. Yeah, small enough to hold a little mouse. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. A stocklet. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yeah, it's it's been a few hours since the trial when Dracula betrayed you. <laughs> like you kind of knew he would. Quentin is crying. I'm gonna kill him. I'm, I'm gonna kill him. I'll find a way. I'm gonna kill him. Carly, you were right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I fucked up. I should have listened to you from the beginning. I'm not... Yeah, I was right, but I'm not super fucking happy about it right now. This uh, sucks. I'm sorry. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? We're gonna die, Quentin. I can't not exist. I mean, you know what, Quentin? Honestly, honestly, since we're at the end of everything and we can, we can all speak our minds, 
Honestly, Quentin, I don't think much is going to change on your end. What? Oh, that's just what, mean. What mean. No, no, on, no. Ron. You know what? He's right. Quentin, you haven't fucking stood up for yourself. You haven't said a single goddamn thing if you thought it might make Hank angry or upset or anything even just a little bit annoyed at you. You, Hank sucks. Hank's a monster. You, Quentin Brooks, are pathetic. Pathetic? I mean... Hugh, I like you. You're cool, but you just need to be more confident in yourself. We have, like, what, ten minutes? Three hours? Just stop caring about what everyone else thinks and just do whatever the fuck you want. Okay. You just want me to do whatever the fuck I want? Yes. Yes. Gwen's gonna cut off his finger and throw it outside the cell. Fuck! Never mind! You suck at having autonomy! You es- you escalated in a way I was not expecting. <laughs> I, I can summon my Eidolon. Just... If I can't summon it in the cell, maybe if I can get a part of my body outside, I could summon it. Boy, oh boy, a few hours in the clink and you all start going to pieces. Oh, fuck you. What are you doing here? Well, for the most part, doing the same thing all of you are, which is just steaming over little Dracula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a jerk. That Dracula kid really really fucked us. Yeah. Madam, did you know he was the reincarnation of a vampire? I might have known something about that, but I assumed he wanted revenge on the estate for what they did to him before. What did they I... do to him before? Hold on, he never told us that. Well, he basically tried to take over the entire estate about, oh, 200 years ago, and uh, they threw him out, and honestly, I think he deserved a lot worse than that, but he was kind of a egomaniac and all, so... I assumed that was enough for him to just want to burn the whole place down, but no, I guess he's still in his conquering mood, which doesn't work for me. I'm here to okay. break this place. If I ever get out of here, remind me to get better taste in guys. That was just, yeah. Alright, we'll do, but uh, how about we focus on the more immediate concerns for now? Is everyone still on board with destroying the estate? I'm on- And how? I'm on board with leaving and just not having to deal with any of this shit anymore. Yes. Period. Ever. God, yes. Sure. How's your finger How's your finger stump doing, Quinn? Uh, when I get out of here, I can heal it with speaker box. But, okay. Uh, Caroline, just... That may be an option for you to just leave and forget about all this, but there are still trillions of shades trapped in the zoo that do not have that option. And that is my next objective. Trillion? Trillions? You never said... What? This place has been around a while. Now, on one hand, there are a lot of uh, shades in that zoo. On the other hand, not sure I would uh, count on the cowboy mouse's ability to count. How? I'm not the best at math. How big is Underzona? (laughs) Cactus, we're gonna gonna get this done. Before I... There's nothing more I want to than go back to my daily life of not talking to anyone and just pretending to care at school but we're gonna get this done we're gonna get rid of the estate and then we'll all your shade friends will be free and we'll find a way to kill dracula everything's gonna be okay yeah no more playing by the rules if he can break the rules we can break the rules too and we're gonna figure it out yeah i'm here to break out anybody who's up for 
killing Dracula and burning down the estate. If you want to escape, you're going to have to figure that out on your own. If you want in on the revenge plan, though, raise your hand. I raise my hand. Fine. I, I raise my hand. Quentin, do you want me to raise your hand for you? Yeah, please. Okay. Thank you. I, I'm raising my other hand. It's for Quentin. You're so sweet. Thank you. All right. <laughs> I, I just want to be clear. This is just because you freaked me out with the finger booth. Fantastic. In that case, uh, she snaps her fingers and the uh, door slides open. The first thing you're going to want to do is head to the paperwork department and stop yourselves from being erased. We can figure out what to do next afterwards. Okay. This place has a paperwork department? Never mind. Let's go. Uh, Yeah, Quentin, you pick up your finger and heal it uh, once you get out of the dungeons and can use your Eidolon. Uh, And you sneak your way towards the paperwork department... It is uh, just rows and rows of desks. Uh, the build, the room is incredibly tall with papers just drifting from the ceiling. Lots and lots of servants are running to and fro to catch papers, uh, file them, and sort them. And um, suddenly, as soon as you walk in here, you are all of you are overcome with the urge to help them. Oh, jeez, these people need help. Jeez. Oh, oh, shit. Oh. Oh, fuck, we better get on it. I gotta... it. This just needs to be organized for a little bit. God, what filing system do they use? Cactus Jack starts carrying a really big stamp that he can barely lift and starts stamping papers. <laughs> oh, adorable. <laughs> I love Cactus Jack. Oh, the amount, the amount of fan art that mouse is going to get. <laughs> a giant mechanical arm descends from the ceiling and a pod labeled Metatron uh, kind of juts out from the side and from inside of it you can hear... Excellent. It appears we have been sent more employees. More employees will lead to more efficiency. Please work to your heart's content. You got it, boss. You all begin working, and you work, and you work. You start to lose track of time, which isn't ideal on account of you're slowly being erased. Put the paper in the thing, and then you stamp it. Staple. Put the paper in the thing, and then you stamp it. Staple. Ursula, after what seems like it might be days, uh, you kind of snap out of it and realize that you have basically no time left. You need to deal with the burning up paperwork now if you're not going to be erased. Stay... Oh, fuck. What? Shit. God. Fuck. Um, uh, the papers. The papers. And I start running to where our stuff is. Yeah, you uh, make a break for the termination department near the back. No one else, including your friends, seem to even notice you. Um, And you wonder if that's because they're under Metatron's spell or because they're being erased. Uh, As you walk into the room, you can see uh, five files laid out on the table, all burning up each at a slightly different rate, and you can Mm -hmm. see that yours is the most burnt of all. It is almost completely gone, which might explain why Metatron's effect seems to have worn off on you. There's not enough of you left for him to influence. I realize that I'm gone already, and maybe I can save my friends. Maybe I can do something, and I can have them keep on going. So I just start putting them out and leaving mine at the end and hope that I can do it. You reach out one hand to start patting out the fires and your hand passes through the table. 
I put my whole like elbow and body and just like throwing myself against the fire. Yeah, more and more of your body seems to become intangible the longer you try to pat the fire out. Uh, you're getting more and more desperate and frantic, uh, but you do just barely manage to succeed in putting out all the fires but your own, and you reach for the last little burning ember that's left of your paperwork, but as your the last of your left hand reaches out for it, it burns up, and suddenly you are gone. Everybody else, um, you feel something uh, inside of you all of a sudden. Just a, a weird impulse that there's something important you need to do. Maybe even more important than doing your job as Metatron's clerk. Huh. That's... Hmm. Mm. Do you guys remember, like... Hold on, let me collate. Okay. Do you guys remember why we came in? Well, mm. oh, we're here, here to do the, the paperwork. I, it feels like there's got to be something else. The paperwork? But paperwork is everything. Isn't it? Isn't the paperwork we forgot? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we, we, we had a... We had a... Glenn, you're you're getting blood on all the paperwork. Should we do something about that? Yeah, it's a little, Wait, a did, little bit did, of bleeding. Didn't he heal his? Did he get a paper cut? What? I tried to. It's from my finger, and also, uh, yeah, a lot of them actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my God! Your hands. How did? Whoa. <laughs> um, hold. On. I I think that snaps Caroline out a little bit. And uh, she tries to heal uh, Quentin's hands with her roses. Um, um, I think in the interest of time, that works. <laughs> cool. Quentin, like, we we were here to... Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And um, uh, she immediately looked... Where's, where's Ursula? Where? Uh, Quentin, you're not sure who she means. Who? Where? I... I could have sworn I... There were more... I don't... Uh. Yeah, we do seem to be getting this done slower, right? Did we, did we have another employee? A single tear is coming from Quinn's eye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember that person. Wait, we were... It's you, me, Dracula. There was five of us, right? Dracula! Dracula! Dra- Dra- oh, Dra- that son, son of a yeah. bitch. God damn it. We, oh, we need his head. Um, fuck it. Let's let's get out. Um, I I form like just a giant, uh, the biggest barrier of roses you ever did see. Um, to basically just cover our escape. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, you run first to the termination department because you got to take care of that. But you see that it seems like it was already taken care of. Um, your pink slips are also here, and uh, you burn those up real quick. To gain back what you've lost. It's... Did you gain... Yeah, you gained back everything, right? They're all for it. All, all... Yeah. Ron, Caroline, Quentin, and Cactus Jack. That All four of you. Mm-hmm. We did it. We did it. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. You need to get uh, going, and you run out... The rose barrier starts to falter as you make it to the door, but you escape just in time. And uh, Lady Luck is just kind of casually waiting just outside. He goes, wow, that took you a while. Well, the 
Oh, fuck There was off. work to do. We couldn't just, like, leave. Well, I guess we could have. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, we all made it out okay. Nobody got hurt. All right. Well, uh, I'll tell you who did get hurt is uh, the remaining 20 masters. They are all gone now. Great. Of course. It is oh. just Dracula. Oh, only one left to kill. Where is he? Yeah. Oh, he's in his penthouse. Ron, I'm I'm trusting that gun to hit straight as an arrow. Oh, I I I will not miss. Yeah, yeah. you never do. So we're we're really gonna do this. We're gonna gonna take out our friend. Yeah, yeah, Dracula. Fuck him. Fuck him. Right. Fuck him. You're still calling him our friend at this point? Honestly, never really was our friend. I am O. Yeah, yeah. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah. Fuck him. Now, are you are you saying that for you, or are you saying that because we keep telling you to say it? <sighs> Quinn pulls at his collar. <sighs> no, he fucked us over, and I'm fucking done being fucked over by people. And you know what? I think we need to f- take him down, but... I... <sighs> yeah? I don't think... If we, I don't think the heads-on approach is going to be the best way. I think... If we all just go there, he's going to fucking wipe us out. I think we should split up into two teams. Okay, what are the te- what are you thinking? I mean, there's only four of us. Right, two and two, perfect. Yeah, fucking Cactus Jack and Ron. Fucking Cactus Jack can you pop up behind him, and Ron can blow his brains out or something, I guess. Uh, me and Caroline will make sure the rest of the state or anybody doesn't fucking interfere. Yeah, oh, I mean, sure. That's, like, I'm not going to be as good as, like, Ron at getting him got. So, okay, sure. Yeah, we'll find another way, uh, get the escape route. You guys take out R- Dracula and we'll run cover. Ron, how good are you with that revolver? <laughs> well, I know I know you're uh, one of those, uh, you're some kind of cowboy, but I think I'm probably still going to be the best you've ever seen. See, that's the kind of confidence you need for fucking Drac. As I am a scurry little mouse, maybe I'll just... Uh, you know, distract him, maybe uh, whisper in his ear a bit, and then you uh, pop his head like grape. That sounds like a plan. All right, so for this, I do want to empower us with uh, the social, social transmutation. transmutation. Yeah. yeah. Give me that glam roll. Also, what level am I? Uh, some level, I don't know. Seven? Yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right, so, yes, it's six plus two? Okay, and then, yeah, you've got, uh, yeah, plus one glam, so that's, what, nine? Yeah. Okay, uh, so, yeah, everybody gets plus one forward to, uh, to enact Quentin's plan. All right. Okay, um, look, I think we just all need to agree, like, I'm, I doubt we would, personally, I wouldn't, but, um, we can't hesitate on this. <sighs> Like, I, I don't care if he was our friend or not. We we got one shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's do this. Let's do it. All right, yeah. Ron and Cactus Jack, you head for the elevator and head up to uh, Dracula's penthouse. Quentin and Caroline, you're left in the uh, foyer of the estate. What do you do? Caroline... Yeah. I'm so done with all of this. Fucking about time, man. I've been trying to tell you for months. 
You were so right. You were so right. And I'm just sick of being used by people. And like, even if we take them out, we're still being getting used by Lady Luck, right? <sighs> yeah, I mean. Fuck that. I, you know yeah, what? I, Fuck that. Let's just leave. We could just change a room and just be done with all of this. What about what about Ron and Jack? They'll like, be fine. They'll be fine. But we need to get out of here. I'm fucking done with this. Fucking Drac, Lady Luck, all of it. You and me, we just fucking split. Burn our memories, we're gone. No estate, no nothing. We, our lives are our own. Quentin, I, like, I get it. I don't want to be tied up in it, but, like, Ron is our friend. He, an actual friend, not like fucking Hank. Like, are you, are you seriously saying we just leave him? He'll be fine. Come on, he'll be fine. But we go and do this, and then who knows what's next? Do you think just taking him out and it's all going to be hunky-dory? I, I don't know. I, uh... I won't make you do anything you don't want to do, but I don't see any way out of this just other than split. Just, we're done. You're not wrong. I, um... What do you want to do with your life? What do you? What's your dream? We could live that. Honestly, right now, I just... Breaking character for a second. What the fuck does Caroline do? I forget. <laughs> uh, fuck. She... I, she was like a copy editor on Quentin's book. Oh, God. What a sad life. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Hold, all right. Let me... Okay. But that was also like after Quentin, you know, yeah. changed things. So maybe it's something else at this point. Okay, I can play with that. Hold on. Honestly, I just want to be a chef. I've always wanted to be a chef. My parents pushed me into fucking college, and I'm good at it, but I'm stressed the fuck out. I just want to cook. <sighs> that one time you made a door, a, or doors for the fucking the group. Yeah, I know. They were great. I was very proud of them. <sighs> fucking... I feel I don't know anything about you, or Ron, or anybody now. Like, who can I even trust anymore? I wasted so much time on these idiots, and, like, I don't know anything about you, Caroline. I just... <sighs> Alright, Quentin. Let's, um... It's okay. I I get it. Like, it's really, really easy to just say, like, you know, yeah, to whatever, or to go along with, you know, someone who's strong or cool, or someone who you wish you could be. I get it. Um... I think you're right. Let's just, let's go. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's go. Fucking, let's go. Um, I, I guess we're gonna go find a room. All right, you head off to do that. Um, Ron and Cactus Jack, you head off to Dracula's penthouse, confident that, uh, Quentin and Caroline are doing their part of the plan. You know, fending off the angels and securing an escape route for you guys. So, you know, this'll all go great. Yeah, I mean, he he might be, you know, a bit a bit wishy-washy, but if there's someone you can trust to come through when you really need him, it's Quentin. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you reach... The, the elevator dings as it opens up into Dracula's penthouse. Um, you can see the ocean outside. It, there's a night sky now. Dracula is standing in the middle of the room. It almost seems like he might have been waiting for you. He is wearing a... 
black cloak and has long fangs. And as he comes, he goes, oh, hey, guys, it's good to see you. Howdy there, partner. You're looking mighty fine today. Oh, thank you. Hey, good job getting out of there, by the way. How'd, uh, how'd that go? Really badly. Oh. Oh, God. Did something happen to, happen to uh, Caroline and Quentin? No. Oh, well, then what, what went so wrong? I mean, it seems like everything kind of worked out just fine. I can't say for sure, but something is missing. And I don't know what, but I know that if you feel like something is missing with the way this place fucking works, then something is missing. Oh, jeez. What did we lose, Hank? I don't know. I've been up here. Doing what? Well, continuing on with the whole mission, I took care of the rest of the masters. They're all dealt with now. We did it, man. Sorry, this, I'm still getting used to talking with these things. Yeah, th- th- tell me about those things. Why the fuck are they there? Oh, yeah, um, well, uh... <clears throat> there we go, I think I'm starting to get the hang of it. Um, I kind of did some research into my past life, and, yeah, saw some some changes he had made to his own rooms, and, uh, I don't know, they just seemed, uh... Like, they made sense to me. Uh, you know, made some changes. I don't think, uh... Old me used to die when he got exposed to daylight? That's no good. Got Managed to fix that one. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just seemed like it might be useful. What What the fuck are you talking about, Hank? Look, I, look, look, Ron. It's, it's, it's just a European style of clothing. I don't see what you're getting all worked up over. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway. Yeah, you guys, uh, got out okay. We can try to figure out what's missing. I mean, we can probably dig through the paperwork department and figure it out. I mean, whew, I, w- I was worried. I wasn't really going to be able to help you guys out once you got, you know, sentenced like that. But uh, it seems like I-, I think we're good, man. Hank, what reason do I have to believe you haven't just been hanging out here the whole time? And that you weren't completely surprised to see us? What are you talking about? I... Okay. If you're upset... That I kind of threw you under the bus at the trial, I get it. But I, there was really no other way to get around that. I had to, you know, keep working at getting rid of the Masters. I trusted you guys to figure out a way out of prison, avoid getting erased. You did just that. You know, we're all good. Everything's good. We won. No, Hank. I don't believe there's a we anymore. I'm not sure there ever was. <laughs> what are you talking about? You have been using us. I don't know to what end. You keep talking about all this shit that the old you did. You've got fucking fangs. You left us to die. I, You know what? You've never been straight with us. You've never been honest with us. I don't believe you're going to do it now. I don't believe you ever will. Ron, Ron, Ron. I am done listening to you talk, and he draws his gun. Ron, 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 Ron. Let's let's cool down here, okay? Why don't you why don't you step aside, take ten paces, and uh, I'll I'll uh, talk with uh, old Hank here over by the by the window. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jack. Uh, he just kind of like shakes his head at you, Ron, as he heads over to the window with you, Jack. Ron lets him walk over there, but he does not lower his gun. I think. Uh, Dracula's Eidolon comes out and is like watching you while his back is turned to you. Uh, can you describe Dracula's Eidolon again? Yeah, it is uh, hot-blooded. It is kind of this gangly, um, dark gray thing with glowing red eyes and uh, its hands kind of meld into his hands. It has to kind of like 
twist its wrists around strangely in order to face backwards to look at uh, Ron right now. It's almost like connected to him in a weird way. Huh. Now, Henry, I- I'm going to be straight with you, partner. Things things aren't looking too good here when it comes to uh, uh, our friendship, if you know what I mean. I- I- I'm not sure I do know what you mean. I Everything has been going perfectly. Well, it's it's been going perfectly for you, but uh, we haven't freed even one shade from the zoo. Well, okay, hey, I'm I'm the master now. We can get right on that, man. Yeah, you want to do it right now? Is what you're saying? I mean, sure. Yeah, I, I yeah. Why not? Do you have a plan in mind? Have you scoped out the place? I mean, I'm. It's my place. I figured I can just pick up the phone and tell him to you know open up the cages and we're done. Yeah, why don't you do that right now? Okay, yeah, sure. Uh, he heads over to uh, the phone at the table and picks it up. He's still, like, shooting looks over at Ron, pointing his gun at him. And uh, after a moment, he just says, Hi, yeah, Joanna, it's uh, it's Henry. Um, can you uh, free up all of the shades in the uh, menagerie? Yeah, I, I don't really care. Just, I don't know, get rid of them. I don't know, just just free him. It doesn't matter. Who, what, who cares? I don't, I don't know. Figure it out. All right, yeah. Bye. And he hangs up. There, done. Sounds like there's going to be some kind of hold up there. Oh, she was kind of fussing about it, but she's going to do it. I'm the boss. When? I assume immediately. Hmm. Yeah, let's go down there and check, why don't we? Henry? Okay, you know what? I am starting to get a little sick of uh, this constant suspicion being thrown at me. I have done nothing wrong this entire time. I have stuck to the plan that everybody agreed on from the start, okay? We have been... <sighs> I, I've, I've eliminated every master. I Yeah, I've had to improvise a little sometimes when things got hairy. And okay, sh- again, I'm sorry that the trial went the way that it did, but... Everybody made it out okay, all right? So, Ron, put your gun down. Get it out of my face. No. I am done taking orders from you. I am done listening to your schemes and your ideas. I still don't know what it is you're really trying to do. And I know it's not what you're telling us you're trying to do. Oh, my God. I'm... Ron, I want all the same things you want. I just want to make the world better. That's it. Define better. <laughs> you know, good for people. What What do you mean, be- define better? What? What? Come on. All right. Okay. How about this? How about this? What if I made you my vice president? Excuse me? Well, it just kind of hit me that, you know, we did such a good job taking over the estate and getting rid of all those, you know, shitheads that used to run this place that maybe we could kind of carry that over into the real world. So, you know, I might have changed a few rooms around, um, eliminated the age requirements, uh, put myself on the Democratic primary ticket. I'm going to be president in a couple months. You're... What? Yeah, man. High five. (laughs) No, no, no high five. You fucking took over this this estate. You fucking took over the undertow. Now you're gonna take over the the U.S. and I I assume keep going. 
We're this ju- is this is what you've been working toward. Yeah, improving things, controlling things, owning things. Controlling. Come on, man. That's not. <sighs> I said this from the jump. You don't fix a system from within it. You just make it your own. Ron, you know what? No, I yeah, I, I I'm also getting pretty tired of this. So either put your gun down or pull the fucking trigger, man. Okay? Because I'm tired of this shit. Finally. I feel like I have a choice. And he pulls the trigger. You shoot, and uh, in a flash, the uh, person inside the cloak is gone. Your bullet just rips through empty cloth, and Henry has vanished. Son of a bitch! Cactus Jack was on his soldier, was on his shoulder, and falls to the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Ron, you missed. Uh, He appears behind you, and... uh, his right hand starts to glow red hot as he shoots it out towards you. What do you both do? He's shooting towards Ron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like behind Ron about to attack him. Oh. Uh, I guess I'm going to try and uh, get some distance here so I can fire back. I'm going to try and like dodge out of the way. Yeah. Uh, give me a beat the odds plus elegant. Sure thing. All right. That is a 10. All right, yeah, you managed to just kind of roll out of the way and clear a space. Uh, yeah, you're kind of over by the couch where Cactus Jack is. Uh, Jack, what are you doing? Uh, I, Jack's going to scurry towards Dracula and kind of, like, crawl up his pants. Okay, and then to wants a... to just make mold grow all over him. All right, yeah, give me a scrap roll. Uh, natural 12. Ooh, all right. Uh, choose what advantage you want. I think I'm going to go with uh, impress surprise surprise basically the target and take control yeah. of the situation okay yeah uh, mold starts growing randomly on Dracula and he uh, his attention is drawn away from Ron as he starts like patting it out with his red hot hands to just burn the mold off of him as it's growing Ron is gonna take feel good ink okay uh, load it up with some emotions because I feel like he's got a lot running right now yeah well, what kind of emotions is he loading it up with anger mostly. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, little, little bit of a sense of betrayal. Uh, but yeah, and he's just gonna start. He's not even gonna aim particularly carefully. He's gonna just start firing it as like, is like it, it's an old school revolver, right? Yeah, yeah. He's just gonna empty all six shots as quickly as he can. All right. Yeah. Give me a bombard. All right. That is. Well, that's a natural twelve. Okay. Uh, brings it up to a fourteen. All right, uh, yeah, you shoot Dracula with an anger bullet. He vanishes as he gets hit, but you're sure you got a clean shot. Some blood is, like, left on the ground where he vanished from. Uh, but he's going to appear somewhere in this room again, and you need to be ready for him. Um, meanwhile, Quentin, what's up? Okay, so we're running through the halls. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, wait, wait. How do we even, how can we find, do we need our rooms? Like, what are we even looking for? I think our rooms, like, maybe the first day of school, we just never met him, <laughs> you know? We just, like, yes, um, shit, um. I think, uh, as you're trying to think about this, Lady Luck suddenly appears between the two of you and says, Now what's the rush? <sighs> we don't have time for you right now. Yeah. Bye. And just, uh, I just keep going. What are you trying to erase your memories for? That seems rather extreme. I do not give a shit about what you think, so bye. 
What if I could help? I do not think that's a good idea. Not here for your help. You could either spend who knows how long trying to find the right room, or we could cut a deal. Oh yeah, let's cut a deal with the fucking shady god lady. Fuck this. No. Shade? What? What have I ever done to make you distrust me? I broke you out of jail not a week ago. I... Your vibe, honestly. Just I thought we were ev- on the same side. We all hate Dracula. Everything about you just reads bad. Don't do it. But didn't he summon you? Why do you hate him? Because he's not following through with what he said he'd do. He's not going to destroy the estate. Then why would you help us? Because... You're at least, you know... Tr- well, I guess you're really not trying anymore, are you? And how come you're not trying anymore? You seem so gung-ho about it just a little bit ago. I'm tired of being someone's fucking tool. And I'm just tired in general, honestly. Alright, well, you're both useless then. We may as well just get you out the door as quick as we can so we can move on to more important things. What do I get if I take your memory from you? What do you get? Yeah. I legitimately do not know how to answer that question. All right. How about I just get to keep your memories? No. I don't... I don't like that. I don't... Quentin, do you think... In exchange for getting us out of here, you're going to take our memories. Yeah. Quentin, do you think we could find a room in time? Do I think I can find a room in time? Probably not, no. Okay, I've read enough fucking folklore to really want to, you know, dot my I's, cross my T's here. If we agree to this deal, Mm -hmm. you do not alter our memories, you just take. That's all I'll do? You put us someplace safe. I'll put you right back where you came in from. Okay. How can you account for the time lost? If we just, if we're losing our memories, it's been months. Well, I don't know. You're the one that wanted to lose your memories in the first place. Uh, You probably have a vague, hazy recollection of something happening. Oh, no, I'm talking about fucking college, fucking life. Like, you're the magical, I honestly don't know, lady. You need to accommodate for that. Like, or make sure we're going to be in an okay spot. You've been changing your rooms this whole time to keep up with your schoolwork. It'll be fine. You'll probably be a little disoriented, but... Listen, I'm not here to try to screw anybody over. I don't like this. That's... that's a Dracula move, baby. Quentin, it's your call. If you... if you... if you say we'll do it, I'll do it. Quentin gets, like, a gleam in his eye, and he says, I think we'll do it. Uh, but... If by any chance I wind up fucking working for you and trying to take down the estate again, you fucking owe me. Owe you what? A favor. All right, deal. And uh, she snaps her fingers, and Caroline, you your face immediately just goes blank, and you just, like, darkness comes over you. Quentin, you can just see her whole body, like, slacken. She doesn't fall over, but there's just, like, she's, like, asleep standing up. He goes, all right, she talks too much, but let's talk about you, Quentin, because really, you're the reason that I decided to help out. What do you want to talk about? Well, 
I think there's a good chance you might end up working for me again someday because you're so useful. And I'm not going to break the deal. I'm going to do everything like I said I would. But if, for instance, someday you got your memories back, but a, edited a little bit, and she holds up a piece of paper, and you can see that runes of some kind are like floating through the air coming out of your head and writing onto this paper, which in the center just says, uh, riding high on love's true bluish light. Well, it might make you a little more useful, especially if you don't remember that whole favor thing. You're so weak-willed and easy to push around, you're really the ideal lackey. I'm not... no. <laughs> while she's doing... I'm trying to think if there a way I can put... I can do a counterspell on this while she's... Is there a way to distract her? Uh, I think if... She's just kind of, uh, flaunting this piece of paper in your face. I think if, say, you wanted to grab it and scribble a spell onto it in marker, you probably could get away with that. Okay. Well, if it's gonna be a deal, let's shake on it. I only shake hands when I'm gonna make an honest deal. I mean, we definitely already made the deal, but whatever makes you happy. And she reaches with her free hand to shake your hand. Yeah, and I guess Speakerbox tries to throw a spell on that really fast. Yeah, uh, you know, Dracula has been studying wizardry for a while now, and, um... In some of your spare time, he showed you a few things. Nothing really all that useful. You don't really... You're not sure if you can actually do, like, magic magic, but you gotta try something. And, uh, yeah, with Speaker Box, you write, uh... If nothing lasts forever, then what makes love the exception in marker over the paper? And she kind of looks at it as she finishes shaking your hands, goes, What? What'd you do? What was the point of that? A deal's a deal, and a seal's a seal. Okay, but you just wrote on it. That's not gonna... That's... Whatever. No, don't get salty. Come on. I'm not... I'm going to go, and as soon as I'm out of your line of sight, you're gonna forget you ever met me, and, uh... I'm gonna see if I can find some liquid paper or something. I Yeah, why bother? And she vanishes, and just like she said, you forget you ever saw her. You feel disoriented and confused, and you realize that your memories are slowly slipping away from you though you've already forgotten that that was your idea in the first place. You panic. You run to the now-empty servants' quarters and begin rattling off every detail of your time here while you still remember it. As you do, the love below weaves your words into webbing, completely filling up the barracks and rendering them unusable. You're already losing track of what you were doing here, but you know that it's important to ruin this place as much as you can in the time that you have left. As the last of your memories leave you, you black out. And sometime later, you wake up alongside Caroline in the empty field near your university. An old-fashioned telephone, the same kind Henry had used to call a limo to the estate months ago, is sitting on your chest. You don't remember what it is or what it's for, but you feel unsettled by it, torn by both the desire to use it and to get away from it. You resolve to hide it somewhere when you get the chance, and once it's out of your sight, it falls out of your mind soon after. Back in Dracula's penthouse, uh, Jack and Ron, you're, uh, anticipating his next move. What are you doing to try to prepare yourselves? Do, uh, do we remember Caroline and Quentin? Yeah, you do. Okay. Uh, well, Ron, old buddy, the, uh, seems like we're in a real jam here. 
don't uh, don't don't let your guard down. Don't give up here. Uh, he's gonna uh, he's gonna load feel good ink back up mm-hmm. with some fucking rage bullets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, I guess I'm gonna investigate the room because he's in here somewhere. He's not just gonna bail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me that investigate roll. That's a seven. Okay, you get one question. Uh, there's only one obvious choice. What's hidden here? All right. Um, you're, you know, just kind of looking cautiously around the room, waiting for him to show himself. And um, suddenly you feel warm, and you realize that the temperature in the room is slowly rising. Oh, shit. Jack, get out now. Yeah, Jack's going to scurry back to the elevator. Yeah, as you run, Jack, uh, the couch bursts into fire. Uh, and, like, the fire continues to grow towards you, uh, Ron. What do you do? Is oh, So is, is the couch moving toward me, or is it just, a, like, a wall of fire? The, the fire is, like, growing beyond the couch. Shit. Uh, okay, I think... I think Ron is gonna try and, like, just unload and, like, have the bullets push, like, a pocket of air in front of him so that the fire kind of goes around him a little bit. Okay, that's wild. Give me a beat the odds plus elegant. <laughs> That is, uh, I'm going to push myself, actually, on that one. All right. All right, that's a, that is an 11. An 11, yeah. Um, you managed this to... This is the end of Ron's campaign. I want to assume he got pretty good with this gun. You managed to expertly shoot the gun, not at the fire or towards where you think Dracula might be within the fire, but in specific directions that create uh, vortices in the air that redirect the fire around you perfectly. Yeah, that's there's that JoJo shit, baby. Yeah, the vacuum of the bullets sucks the fire out uh, around you, and as it like parts, you see Dracula leaping out of the fire. His clothes are burning as he reaches to punch you with a burning fist, with his eidolon kind of floating within him. What do you do? Or uh, and or what does Cactus Jack do? Uh, Cactus Jack is like in the open elevator, trying to jump up to reach the buttons. But he realizes he can't reach the buttons. <laughs> so he's yelling out to uh, to Ron. Ron, I can't reach the buttons. I feel so defeated. <laughs> I feel so defeated because I can't reach the buttons, Ron. I, I was, okay, actually out of character. Are you, are you trying to set me up for something? Because I'm not sure. Yeah, I want you to, to siphon Cactus Jack's feeling of like defeat and failure. <laughs> Oh, right, right, right. Um, yeah, sure, okay. Uh, okay, I'm gonna try and do some sick shit here. It may or may not work. Okay. I'm gonna try, uh, Ron's gonna try and, like, faint backwards uh-huh. under, like, Dracula's attack, and in the same motion where he's falling, he's gonna try and shoot at the button to get Cactus Jack out of there. Okay, yeah, give me, uh, beat the odds plus elegant. Oh, that's... Well, no, that's still a seven with my stats. Seven, yeah. I think uh, you managed to shoot the button, and the elevator closes, but uh, in doing so, you aren't able to get out of Dracula's attack, and you get burned. And uh, Ah! he's, like, grabbing you uh, with just his burning hand, and uh, he's, like, face-to-face. He knows, you know, it's funny, Ron, because it turns out that my past self also had an Eidolon, and it wasn't hot-blooded. 
And it turns out that I figured out how to access it. Check it out. Bat out of hell. And his skin rips apart as a bat monster emerges from inside of him and moves to attack you. Is Ron, like, pinned to the ground at this point? Uh, I, th- I think kind of, yeah. Like, he's he's in a bad way. And he's, like, he's still being held onto by, like, this burning hand? Yeah. And now, yeah, Dracula's a big bat monster. All right, I think... Uh, well, Cactus Jack has an idea. As the elevator is, like, going down, Cactus Jack is, like, burrowing through the elevator tunnel... At, like through the walls of the estate back up to the penthouse to like jump up through the floor at Dracula with a bunch of mold ready. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a scrap. Uh, that's a nine, and my power is minus one, so eight. Eight. All right, yeah, I think uh, you burst out of the floor, and uh, Dracula catches you and swipes his claws at you. Uh, injuring you, but some of the mold gets on him and, you know, he recoils back. Uh, what what advantage do you want here? I want to give Ron the forward. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think, uh, because he's distracted by burning the mold off of him, he kind of backs off of Ron a little bit. Uh, Ron, what do you do? Alright, so I think Ron at this point is he's getting desperate. There's just way too much horse shit that Dracula's pulling. Uh-huh. Uh, so he is just, he's going to do something that I think kind of only makes sense in the logic of a magical revolver. He is going to pump all of his, all, like every emotion he has in this, like this panicked, terrified, pissed off, all this stuff that he's got going into the gun. And basically like, he's going to start like rapid firing him. Like with each shot, he's going to load another thing into the chamber that just opened. Yeah. And just he's basically just gonna like just start click 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 and just kind of turn like the barrel of the revolver into into like a Gatling gun. Yeah, absolutely. Give me a scrap. All right. Okay, that is an eight. That is an eight. Okay, I think uh, you start just yeah pumping him full of emotion bullets. Um, you can see actually though in this bat monster form he is you're hurting him, but the wounds are closing up rapidly. And uh, he kind of muscles his way through them and strikes you with a still burning hand that is now also covered in claws and uh, just uh, opens up a huge wound in your side and sends you falling to the ground. And he's just, he's a little battered from it, but you are in a bad way right now, face down on the ground, bleeding out from, like, your stomach. Jack. Yeah, Jack. Just scurry over, buddy. Oh, you're not looking good. Get out of here. Regroup. Find, find Quentin and Caroline. Figure out a way to stop Dracula. You need to get out of here right now. What about you? Just go. Jack's gonna start burrowing directly underground. <laughs> yeah, you uh, escape, and Dracula just. Heaves a couple breaths and uh, sits down on the charred remains of the couch and slowly turns back to a human form and just kind of looks down at you and says, uh, Man, I wish you hadn't made me do that, Ron. You were cool. That makes one of us. 
and yeah, uh, Jack, you emerge in some room in the estate, and Lady Luck's there waiting for you, and she goes, Oh, nuts, that didn't go so well, huh? No, it's just like the saloon days all over again. Yeah, when Quentin and Caroline decided to ditch out, I was starting to get worried this wasn't going to work. E- excuse me? Oh, they yeah, what? they abandoned- they- they turned tail and ran, buddy. They abandoned old Cactus Jack? <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they're gone. I- I- I think the only friend I have left might be about to be killed. Well, we do have a plan B. We might still be able to get rid of Dracula. I'm not sure you're going to love it, though. At this point, I'll try anything. Well, if you can't beat him in a fight, maybe we could just get him kicked out of here. That's going to be tricky, considering he's the only remaining master. But there is somebody here who might be able to help you out. But I don't think you're going to want her help. Who? Who is she? She's going to be here in just a sec, you'll see. Anyway, I can't be seen, so see ya. And Lady Luck vanishes, and after just a moment of confused silence, uh, Joanna walks in to this room and just says, What What the hell are you doing here? Well, madam, uh, I believe all the, all the shades are supposed to have gone free by order of the master. What? Yeah, that... Well, so I'm free to walk around as I please, I believe. What do you want? Uh, well, frankly, uh, I feel like uh, the new master maybe could stand to be kicked out of here. Now, uh, <laughs> we don't, uh, we don't really talk that way around here. Well, it's it's clearly not unprecedented. Uh, I believe there used to be a lot more masters, and, uh, where have they gone? Yeah, you're, you're not wrong. There is, uh... This has all been kind of topsy-turvy. I mean, I would definitely prefer if we could get things back to normal around here, but we can't just, uh, we can't just evict a a master. I mean, he's, you know, if we we had multiple masters, we could take a vote and get him out that way, but that's, uh, you know, that's really not an issue. That's not a possibility anymore, so I'm not really sure what we can do. Well, how do you get more masters? Well, that's a complicated process uh but i mean uh i can't i can't just evict master dracula without uh the proper procedure uh is there any code of conduct for masters like murdering their servants is that against the rules that's no that's not against the rules why not (laughs) well they're the masters Oh, boy, he's really making a mess of things, though. I mean, we haven't had just one master and I don't know how long, and this is... hes I mean, we're supposed to have checks and balances, you know, different masters having different opinions that bounce off each other. That, eh. So even if a master uh, does a coup and becomes the only master left, there's there's simply no way for you to evict him without the procedures that he just got rid of. I mean, I I could evict him, but I'm I'm, I'm not. I can't. Like that. You I, just said you can. Oh boy! Whoa, boy! I'm so uh, I'm sorry, madam. I'm getting all worked up. I'm sorry. I should not no, speak to no, a lady this way. It's just give me a that, dazzle roll to see if you can convince her to do this. Um, it's eight, and my glam is one, so nine. Okay, so nine. Uh, yeah, I think she just says, L- "Listen, I just, I mean, 
we can't just we can't, we can't just go around doing things. I mean, that's that's why we're in this horrible situation in the first place cuz Dracula didn't follow any of the rules. If we I mean, if we do the same thing to get rid of him, are we really any better? Yeah, I would say that would be better than enabling him to continue to do whatever he likes. Causing chaos as you yourself admitted. <sighs> would you not say that stopping him now would be ultimately less chaos? <sighs> all right, all right, let's do it before I change my mind. Come on. And uh, she takes off for the elevator. I'm scurry along next to her. I think she gets in the elevator and notices a gross hole in it. She goes, ah, ah, this is why we don't like having animals in here. Now, now, I do regret that, madam, but to be fair, it was necessary to save my best friend's life. All right, well, let's, let's go. Uh, the elevator heads down to the cellar. Uh, she just kind of marches briskly past uh, Jagudiel Vincent in the wine cellar. Um, Cactus Jack, you can see that the casks of wine have mostly been tapped. This place used to be full of bottles upon bottles of wine, which were the distilled essence of uh, former masters who had passed on. All of their memories and knowledge were stored in the wine um, for newer masters to sample and learn about. And this place has been almost completely drained. And you've got, like, one guess as to who might be responsible for that. But it doesn't matter. As you head down into the lower levels of the estate and get into a second elevator, Joanna heads down to the penultimate uh, floor, the angel room floor, and uh, the door to the Joanna wing down here. Uh, just sort of fades away as she comes in, and she heads straight to the end of the hall where there is a small desk, and uh, she starts rifling through papers. She goes, all right, okay, here we go right here. This is is Dracula's uh, certification as a master, and this is a stamp we can mark it with to evict him. He will be uh, cast out into the real world and never allowed to return to the undertow as soon as I do this. Oh, if there is any sort of form of my father still floating around in here, he is deeply unhappy that I am going through with this. Well, madam, you've made uh, an old Arizona pocket mouse very happy today, I can say that. That honestly does nothing for me whatsoever, but I do agree that we gotta deal with Dracula. Let's just, let's just, I'm just gonna hit this stamp, and everything's gonna, gonna be fine. We'll, and we'll just forget this whole mess ever happened. And she mashes the stamp down on the paper. Ron upstairs, uh, Dracula just says, like, wait, what? Uh, what's happening? <laughs> I thought, I thought you had all the answers, Hank. Uh, don't feel great. Mm. <laughs> you, you don't feel great. <laughs> I... I don't feel much of anything. You say that, and then you realize you're talking to an empty room and Dracula isn't here. Well, that... I I sure showed him. And then he falls over. Yeah. <laughs> Down in the uh, basement, Joanna says, All right, well, that's that. We now have zero masters, but at least the crisis has been... Resolved, and we can restore things back to their proper order in due time. For now, everything is gonna be 
All right. And suddenly the ground starts shaking and she goes, oh, God damn it. What now? Is this supposed to happen? No. Oh. Come with me. And she takes off back towards the elevator and heads down one more floor to the floor marked with a heart. And uh, this the elevator opens up into a large tiled room with a huge like house-sized uh, stained glass heart beating. And you can see that there's some kind of like inky darkness forming in it that is slowly expanding. And she goes, no, 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 no. Oh, my lord. What is coming out of there? Oh my... This is the heart of glass. It is the core of the entire estate. Oh no. It's eclipsing. Oh jeez. Oh no. Were we too late? And I didn't realize he was making things this bad. Oh no. Um, a the, Part of the ceiling gets burst through and Michael, the guy who arrested you, says, uh, shoots in and says... Joanna, what the hell is going on down here? It's looking like we're getting a total eclipse of the heart happening. I I, I don't I don't know. We just uh, I mean we we evicted Dracula to try and you know fix things. Wait 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 wait. You're telling me that you evicted the last remaining master of the estate so that there is no one in charge now? God damn it. Oh god damn it. You're saying if someone was in charge, there wouldn't be an eclipse? Yeah, the estate needs a master. That's how... I I built the damn heart. That's how it works. The penthouse, Ron Moreau, he might still be alive. Please, save his life and he can be the master. Joanna, go! All right. You dumb mouse, whatever, help me hold back what's about to happen, because this is not going to be fun. Uh, okay, how? However you can. He's <laughs> gonna put his little mouse paws against the heart. Push. <laughs> um, the darkness spreads throughout the entire heart, and uh, you can see two glowing eyes form in it, and uh, the surface of the heart starts to crack, and a skeleton larger than a person uh, bursts out of it, and you can see just, like, skin and musculature slowly growing over it. Uh, and it takes a swipe at you, Jack. What do you do? Um, I want to burrow under the skeleton to okay. dodge that. Yeah, give me a beat the odds, Ellie. My elegance is two, so that is a seven. Seven. All right, yeah, you, uh... I, I think you managed to just barely get under it, but it is now protruding further out of the heart and uh, I think you hear Michael yeah that is the opposite of trying to hold it back so it's it's a skeleton so it has like gaps between the bones and such yeah though they're rapidly filling in with you know meat and whatnot I want to like jump in between the the two leg bones you know where there's a gap there those bones yeah. uh-huh and just kind of like hold on to that and s- shoot as much mold on it as I can to try to break it Okay, yeah, give me a uh, Beat the Odds Plus Pow. Nine. Uh, nine, all right. Um, then, yeah, you man- you are pumping it full of mold, which is causing the skeleton to collapse and decay, but then just more bones grow out of what's left, and it just continues to push its way out of the heart. And you are slowing it down, but you are not stopping it. It is gradually making headway as more and more of the heart cracks away. It's almost like 
it is hatching out of the heart like an egg. And uh, I think behind Michael, you see Lady Luck just floating go, Oh yeah, this is what I was waiting for. Madam, who is this? Oh, her? That's Teoth. Who's Teoth? Oh, goddess of nothing and despair. I've waited a long time to get to see her again. Hi! She waves at the roaring, disgusting skeleton, which does not seem to recognize her. Well, I'll give her a minute to get her bearings. Uh, upstairs, Ron, uh, Joanna comes running in. She goes, oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. You are bleeding a lot. You know, I never stop to think about how weird it is that all of this is happening here. And y'all still say things like Jesus. Yeah, it's a good thing not to dwell on too much. It's just sort of a colloquialism. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, yeah, Sorry, it's hard not to let my mind wander. I've lost a lot of blood. Yeah, well, uh, here's the thing, Ron. Uh, we have managed to evict Dracula as the master, but turns out uh, the heart of glass, which holds this whole place together, has a design flaw I was not aware of. And if there are no masters, the entire estate will collapse, which will in turn collapse uh, all of reality as you know it. Oh, that's... That's... Mm, that doesn't sound good. It's not, so... Seeing as you are the only human being left around here right now, I think we need to make you the new master in order to avoid that horrible fate. Will it make me stop bleeding to death? Yes. Okay, deal. Alright, raise your right hand. Ron, weak, like, he struggles, but he gets it up. Do you accept membership onto the board of masters of the estate where you will decide the shape of reality as you know it? Do you accept the responsibility of using your hand-chosen skills and strength to create a better world? Yeah. All right, fantastic. You are now Master Moreau. And uh, your wound starts to close up. Oh. Oh. <sighs> okay. All right. <sighs> Please, can that be the last thing today? Please. Uh, downstairs, the... Heart, the darkness inside of the heart starts to lighten up, and Lady Lich says, Wait, no. No, what's happening? Fuck! And, uh, the heart, like, closes up and cuts off the skeleton at, like, the hips where you are, Cactus Jack. And, uh, what's left of it just kind of collapses and turns to dust as the heart gets back to normal. And Michael just kind of, who is, like, fighting it off with just a glass sword, is like, Oh, right, well... Have not had a total eclipse situation in a long time. Yeah, I feel like you should maybe design this, redesign this thing, if you don't mind my saying. I've got several ideas in that direction, to be honest. Well, it seems like everything's alright now. Uh, by the way, how's it going over at the menagerie? Huh, what? What? Well, the Master Dracula ordered that everyone be freed. Oh, well, I don't know. I haven't... That's not my job. Oh, my God. Ron, Ron. I gotta check on Ron. I'm I'm sorry. Good day to you, sir. I gotta get to the penthouse. All right. Whatever. <laughs> He's just like... He is exhausted. <laughs> uh, Lady Luck vanishes as you run, and uh, I think on your way up, Joanna uh, catches you and goes, It's all taken care of. We now have a new Master... You've done an incredible job here today, Cactus Jack. 
Well, thank you so much, madam. That means a lot coming from you. I am so happy we can just get things back to normal now. No more Dracula fussing with everything. I feel so foolish for being taken in by him. My father was right. Uh, I agree that Dracula was no good. His final order, though, I I hope you will still carry through with. Oh, no, he's gone now. We're not dealing with any of his orders. But we are going to get back to work, getting uh, these rooms clean. We'll figure out what uh, Master Moreau would like us to do, and I will start uh, hiring up some more masters, get this place back up into ship shape. Thank you again, Cactus Jack, for all your help. Oh. Uh, she turns her back to you, Cactus Jack. I, he said it would just be the press of a button. What's that? To to free everyone from the menagerie, it, it would be easy. It could be done real quick. I don't know about real quick. I mean, it was going to be a little bit of an ordeal to go unlock all the cages, and now we don't have to, so that's good. I, I, I'll do it. You, you give me the key ring. Dracula's not here anymore. We're not going to do what he wanted us to. Okay, well... I'll just go take it up with the master then. Fine. She goes, we don't need to bother the master with such a trivial thing as the menagerie right now. He is recovering from a serious wound. Let's just let him rest. And, uh, you know, we got more important work to worry about than uh, the menagerie. Let me ask you this, madam. Where do you happen to keep the keys? Are they on you? Uh, well, yes. I'm going to be taking those. Excuse me? I will be taking those. You can give them to me, or I can gonna... take them by force. I'm not going to give you the keys. No. no. By force, then. Uh, Cactus Jack is going to, like, jump onto her hip and kind of wrangle the key ring, which I guess would be on her hip with one hand, and then corrosive mold her hip at the same time. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to have you scrap with this, because it's important that you succeed. <laughs> I think she starts to scream as the mold eats through her leg and struggles with you for the keys. She falls over and uh, lands face first in some of the mold that continue to grow and just starts to scream as your mold eats her the entire top half of her torso. I apologize, madam, but it had to be done. And Jack's going to scurry away with the key ring in his mouth to the menagerie. As you run off with the keys, Cactus Jack... um. You just feel a uh, something pierce through your body, and you look down, and you see that there's just a glass needle uh, through you. Aw, oh, hell. I always knew it would end up like this. And uh, you feel your body swelling, and your mouse form explodes. You have died, and when a shade dies, they become a deeper, less uh, coherent shade, and you just become a shadowy blob of darkness and uh, Michael just kind of walks up behind you and just says ah shit Joanna's dead body just lays on the floor of uh, this hall and it just we linger there for a moment and then we see like some of her fingers start to twitch most of one of her arms got destroyed, but there's, like, just enough that she can very slowly drag what's left of her across the floor. Time passes. 
Dracula was evicted from the estate, but he wasn't destroyed, and the changes he's made have still cemented him as the President of the United States. And it turns out that he didn't just make himself president, he did some combination of fucking with reality rooms and also casting magic to make himself the permanent president of the United States. Um, after his two-term limit ends, um, elections just don't happen anymore, and no one really thinks about how weird it is that that's the case. Everyone just kinda forgets who the president is. If they think about it, they remember it's Dracula, and maybe they think that's odd for a moment before they just kinda shrug it off. He's just perpetually the most powerful man on the planet now. And nobody really cares. Quentin and Caroline remember basically nothing of their time in the estate. Uh, they just sort of have, like Lady Luck said, the hazy half-recollections. Um, they have some weird connection to the school where everything started, though. And uh, Quentin in particular seems like he can't move on from it. He just uh, stays there and somehow ends up like worming his way into a professor job. And uh, meanwhile, in the undertow, it is not clear how much time is passing. Um, if it's years or weeks or centuries. Um, with no other people around, it's like Ron has no frame of reference for time anymore. And it just seems like it stretches on forever. Um, you didn't see Joanna again after uh, she made you a master until much later. And... Um, her head was a statue now and that's not great she doesn't seem quite as lively as she used to be either and uh, you kind of just start to realize that you're alone and you're always going to be alone you're never gonna like use the estate's power because that's what you were fighting against and it starts to get lonely and depressing but you can't escape this, because if you do, then the heart's going to eclipse again. And, you know, you've talked with Joanna about that some more, and you understand that it's just not an option. Uh, it will destroy the entire world if you do. So, you've basically become, like, a living, load-bearing pillar holding up all of reality. And uh, as the misery of this starts to get to you, you resort to using feel-good ink to load up all of your sadness and desolation into bullets and just fire them off just to try to keep that hurt from completely getting to you. But the more you keep doing that to yourself, eventually it just starts to drain you emotionally and you start to not feel very much at all. That's where we find you now, as you're approached by Michael Valentine and Satan Genesius. Uh, Satan just says, um, Master Moreau, we have uh, uh, some some business we'd like to discuss with you. Business? Go on. Yeah, here's the thing, Ronnie. Um, me and Satan have been talking about this for a while, and this whole Dracula situation that uh, put you here... It's really kind of jump-started our thinking here that, uh, the way the estate works needs to change. I'm listening. Well, it just seems that 
We've had people be in charge of it for so long, I mean, the whole time. And the thing about people is they get greedy, they get power hungry, and they start to uh, maybe not act in the best interest of everyone. They start to act in the best interest of themselves. I mean, you saw that firsthand. You'd agree with that, right? I suppose. Yes, well, sir, uh, our idea is that uh, we angels have been... Uh, manning the estate, you know, this entire time. We really have a much better long-term view of things, um, and we might be a little more better equipped to uh, steward reality for the good of the human race than, uh, than uh, you know, the random people that are chosen to become masters. I see. Oh, boy, you are a real barrel of laughs to talk to these days, Ronnie. Anyway, uh, our idea would involve uh, headed into the real world, and uh, it would be kind of a complicated ritual, you'd call it. And uh, when it's done, basically, it would change the basic structure of the estate, basic structure of the heart of glass, and it would put the angels in charge of this place. It would... uh It'd free you so you could uh, go home, you know, live a life, be a human again. And uh, this part might interest you that, um, honestly, my very first order of business when uh, I'm able to is to uh, kill Dracula. Because I cannot stand that guy. Mm. There's not much I care about at this point, but... I definitely agree there. Okay, well, we will need a little bit of help from you. Uh, angels can't just cross over into the real world too easily. Um, we're gonna need your body. Explain. Certainly, sir. You see, uh, only humans can cross from the undertow into the real world, but we've uh, devised a... Uh, trick, I suppose you could say, that would let one of us sort of, um, hitchhike on your body into the real world. Uh, your essence, your soul would stay behind here, ensuring that the heart doesn't eclipse and keeping, uh, Teoth sealed inside of it. But, um, we would take your body into the real world and, uh, use the blood from it, uh, in this ritual that we're describing. Um, well, probably only one of us will be able to go. Uh, I don't think we've decided who it'll be yet. Um, but that that's the long and the short of it. Very well. Do what you must. Fantastic! That went a lot better than I thought it would. I thought we were really going to have to uh, give you the hard sell here. Glad to hear you're on board. Uh, yeah, alright, fantastic. We will uh, be back soon. And yeah, they head off kind of smiling to each other as they get into the elevator. And uh, yeah, before too long they come back. Satan who, you know, splits his body all the time, manages to split your corporeal form from your essence. The essence is what's left behind, and whatever last little connections to your ability to feel are severed when your body is taken from you. Michael takes your body into the real world, and in doing so, rewrites reality so that he's always lived in the real world as a stained glass artist and drug runner. Ron, your body is mostly destroyed by the trip, left as nothing but entrails and shattered bones. 
which wind up embedded in a stained glass piece that Michael crafted in this new reality. Your body has some connection to your erased emotions, and occasionally psychically screams out for justice, for death to Dracula, for the eradication of the estate, for this cruel and oppressive world to die so that a new one might be born. The Ron in the Glass has no rationality, no patience, no willingness to stand still to fight back Teoff. This Ron wants to fight. Time passes. It's mm-hmm. not clear how much time. Um, maybe weeks or years, centuries? It's not clear. But um, you wake up somewhere out in a cold, dark void full mm. of shifting shadows far in the distance. Uh, what? Okay. And you don't have any memory of who you are or where you came from. Uh, when I raise my hands to my face, what do I see? Uh, you see bear paws. Okay. Okay. Um, if, if I look at myself, I, what do I see? Yeah, you see that you are some kind of bear person. Okay. And I don't remember anything. I don't know anything. No. Is there any fraction or am I just floating in a void? Like any traction? Uh, No, you're standing on something, but you honestly can't distinguish the ground from the sky here. I think I jump forward and see what happens. Yeah, you take a leap and just kind of land back Mm. on the ground. It has sort of Mm. a muddy, oily texture to it. I think I would do this for a bit, see if I made any progress. And then if I didn't, I would just kind of take a break and figure out, is this it? First of all, what's what's happening? Who am I? What am I? What's existence? And secondly, is this it? You contemplate these questions to yourself silently for a bit, and suddenly your isolation is interrupted with a whip crack. And you feel just a sting of pain on your back as you kind of fall to your face. (sighs) What? Oh. I haven't found a bear in a while. This is exciting. Who are you? Uh, you turn and you see uh, a man in a sort of torn up old duster and an eye patch holding a whip. And uh, he just says, um, Well, my name is Raphael Hubert, the hunter of the estate. And you're coming with me. Why? Why? Where am I? He cracks his whip and it wraps around you, tying you up. No! The tip of the whip turns into a wolf's head that bites into your shoulder to keep you still. Please! Why? What? (laughs) Why? Uh, He just turns and starts to drag you across the ground and does not pay attention to your questions. I think, I'm not gonna act it out, but I think Ursa's just yelling and screaming for a while, and then I think after a bit, she just starts crying. And then after a bit, she kinda goes numb. 
Yeah, he drags you for a long time, long enough that uh, you sort of lose sense of how long it takes. But eventually, something, as you, if you sort of twist your head to look ahead, uh, there's something on the horizon. Uh, uh, it's on the tip of your tongue what this is. A house? A house. <sighs> it's a big house. Big house. And he walks past it. Uh, behind it, there is, um, um, what is it? Bushes. Uh, uh, Bushes. He- hedges. Hedges. Uh, yeah, garden of some sort, maybe? Yeah, like <sighs> a, like a, like a hedge maze. That's the word. Okay, yeah. You don't remember why you know that, uh. but you do. Yeah, and he drags you through this hedge maze, uh, which eventually opens up into a large plaza, uh, lined with these concrete, cells with big iron bars on them and you can hear him just sort of mutter under his breath what the hell happened here help i i think i'm like trying to see if i see anyone else and asking for help looking for help uh yeah he looks you're looking around with him and you see that there are animal people like you in all of these cells there's a couple dozen of them, it looks like, but they all look dead. What? what the, who the what? hell's been skipping feeding duties? I didn't go out and catch these things for a reason, and it's not just to let them starve to death. Oh, jeez. Ugh. Let's get you in a cage, then I'm going to find out who I can chew out about this. Why? Why, why is everyone dead? I don't know. What is this place? It's the menagerie. Now shut up and get over here. And he drags you over to an empty cage and fiddles with the uh, padlock on it before opening it up and throwing you inside. And there's this is just an empty cage. Yeah. There's anything near? There's is there anything in it? Um, there's maybe let's say a tire swing. Great. And maybe like a small pile of hay on one side. Imagine very much like a 19th century zoo pen. You know what I mean? Yeah. The kind that's like on the side of a box of animal crackers. Am I just... Is this where you just leave me? Am am I just supposed to be here? Why am I here? Shut up! Joanna! He storms off towards the house. Great. Um, Yeah, I think after a while of screaming, she like crawls to the... I, I think she screams for a while and she like hits and punches and like claws at a tire. And yeah. then after she has exhausted herself and like both physically, emotionally, mentally, she just throws herself in the hay and cries herself to sleep. Yeah. Um, you sleep there for some time. Uh, and you wake up. There's not really, you can't tell how long you've been asleep for. There's no nothing in the sky to really give you an indication. Um, but no one's come back yet. Uh, and for some reason, you get a weird inkling in the back of your mind that maybe you could break the lock on this cage and get out of here. I, I like, approach the lock carefully. Like, if I'm expecting someone to yell at me. Yeah. And I, like kind of poke my head a little bit through the bars and see that 
I presumably I'm alone or alone and with corpses, which is only worse. Yeah. Um, I look at my hands and my claws and I think I grab it first and like part of me feels like there's a way I can open this. Like I feel like there's a reason why I could open this. And maybe I mess with it for a bit. Should I try a pick lag? Yeah. Should I try a pick lock hack consoles here? Yes, you should. Or should I just try? Okay, let's do that. That's a ten. Um, All right. Yeah. Give me your choices. Uh, fuck about not breaking this. So I I think you don't set up an alarm, and then the last one. I guess you don't lose your tools because my tool is my hand. So, yeah, let's not lose that. Um, I mean, I don't want to tell you how to play, but if you lost your tools, that would make sense with you losing what's left of pink bullets in you. Yeah. I mean, if we want to play that, we can even, like, retake that scene of me, like, instead of... Or we can keep all this, but, like, if that's the case, I think it'd be more interesting of, like, I, I start messing at it and then, like, a little lockpick comes out of my hand... Yeah. And it, it's kind of like frail. And I mess with it and I mess with it. And it just snaps at the same time the lock opens. Yeah. And I just leave it there and run. Yeah. You run and you run and you run and you run. And uh, you're not sure where to. But um, eventually you tire yourself out so much that you pass out. And you wake up with the sun on your face. You're in a mm. field, and uh, mm. there's some buildings off in the distance that seem familiar to you, but you're not sure why. And you realize that uh, you still look like a bear person, and for some reason that causes alarm in you, and you see <sighs> your fur start to recede, and you take on a more human-looking figure. <sighs> uh I, I guess I guess I'll do this. Uh, I'm I want to start walking and see what happens. See what see what I do. Eidolon Pop is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us on audioentropy.com as well as patreon.com slash Playtest. You can follow us on Twitter at Playtest. You can follow Fabi at Fabi underscore Garza, Ty at Sirius Tiberius, Mike at Mike Loves Rabbit, Zoe at Blankzilla, Crystal at Arcane Crystal, and me, Luke, at SSJ Speed Racer. Eidolon Pop will be back next week on December 7th for Patreon subscribers and December 14th for everyone else. See you then!